Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Peggy Amanese, your host of Sandra Loved One Send Us. We have a live show every Tuesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but the show is also worldwide and available on Skype. We're calling in at 1-347-838-9201. I have a question for you all. Do you believe when we die that we cease to exist? Do you believe that heaven is for real? Do you believe that our loved ones are always around us? Do you get signs like pennies or feathers? or butterflies, or rainbows. There's so many ways that our loved ones come through, and my show sets out to show you. Uh, We have many intuitive meetings on the show, and special guests, and we give readings, and hopefully bringing your loved ones through. So stay tuned for our guest tonight. Thank you. Hi, it's me again, coming live from Westchester County, New York. Tonight, um... My co-host and I will be discussing and talking about how you feel 
if you've ever been uh, contacted by your loved one's spirit and was afraid to tell anybody. Uh, sometimes what we tell people, they think we're crazy. So we'll be talking about things like uh, lights turning on and off and other electrical appliances doing the same. Then things, uh, you know, all of a sudden you're looking for something and it turns up missing and you go back a few minutes later and it's there again. And they contact us in many, many, many ways. Um, so that's what we'll be discussing tonight. Um, a little bit about me. My name's Peggy Manisi. I'm a best-selling author on Amazon and a Christian woman. I'm also an intuitive medium. All faiths are welcome to the show. I lost many close to me, including two of my own children and their father, and they send uh, so many signs to me and others. My show consists of the stories of our loved ones sending us the signs, such as call in and ask questions or just to vent about what you're feeling because uh, of grieving and the loss of a loved one, especially a child, as I lost, you know, like I said, two of my own, and I understand. If you want to discuss any of our archive shows um, and our other guests, uh, Marsha and I will be taking your calls. Again, call in at 347-838-9201 if you want to speak to us. Um, you hit the number one queue. If not, just call in and listen to the show. Um, we talk about the signs where loved ones send us and to understand the signs are real. We also do intuitive readings when spirit feels the need to communicate with you. And we also play some great music. Um, I just want to let people know, uh, some people call in and they want to know where their jobs are going, if they're going to meet the love of their life. My show is about grief. Um, if your spirits come through and want you to know these things, fine, but it's about healing people through through the grieving process. And like I said, mostly my show was started to help other grieving parents, so that's what basically I do. So I'm going to bring on my co-host now, Marsha, and we're going to let her tell you a little bit about her. She's from Indiana. So I'm going to bring her on now. Hold on one second, please. Good evening, Marsha Brady. How Hi. are you? <laughs> How you doing? How I'm you doing? fine. How are you? Well, <laughs> it seems like every time I do a show, something happens. I, I I pulled a muscle in my shoulder, so I'm a little miserable right now. <laughs> oh, no. I was almost going to cancel last minute, but I've done this before. It seems like sometimes uh, Spirit doesn't want me to do the show or something, but I'm doing kind of like uh, exercises that my friend does, Feldenkrais therapy, she taught me, and Hopefully they'll get me through the show and then I'll rest. So, uh, Marcia, uh, tell the uh, listeners about yourself a little bit. Okay, well, let's see. Where to start? Um, well, I lost, just briefly. Um, yeah, I lost a, a significant uh, other uh, back in June. And the next month I lost my fur baby. Um, so, you know, a lot of... Um, Loss in my life there. I uh, lost my mom back in 87. Um, uh, it was ruled a suicide. I still don't believe it. But um, the grieving process is still and always will be with us. We just have to learn um, how to go on with our lives because that's what they would want for us. Um, mm-hmm. would like to say a quick prayer if you don't mind. I would love that. Um, that's how we like to start a show. We're both Christian women, and um, whatever prayer you want to say, I'm with you, and hopefully our listeners will be too. Okay, great. Father God, we come to you tonight in thankfulness for Peggy and her show, for the opportunity to come together and share our grief, our stories, our laughter, and our tears. 
We ask for your white light of protection over us and rebuke all evil, Satan and his minions. In Jesus Christ's name, these things I pray. Amen. Amen. And I so agree with you. Prayer is very important, you know. And like I said before, all faiths are welcome to our show, whether you're Jewish or Christian or, you know, there's one God. You know, we all have our beliefs to how to how to go to him. Um, but he loves us all. His love's unconditional. And uh, that's what it's all about. And um, we're here on this planet. Uh, we're all sent here. None of us get out alive. And as much as the grieving process hurts, you know, especially losing your children, losing anyone, but losing children is a different type. Um, we know that there's a heaven, and we know they're okay. We're not. We're here to finish our process of learning, what we've come here to do, what we've signed up to do. Some people believe. Um, I don't know why we would sign up for some of this stuff. Uh, I sure wouldn't sign up for it again. I'm I'm avoiding that class next time. So. <laughs> nope. Yeah, season me too. No, I'm going to study hall. <laughs> no way <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and you know, even through all my losses and your losses, we we still can laugh. Um, life's about enjoying it. And uh, I just want to bring up um, Marsha. You know, my you know, we're not just co-hosts; we're friends now. And we talk quite often, and April and May are very bad months for me. I've lost uh, 12 very close family members in kind of a short time. Brother and sister to cancer, two children to cystic fibrosis, father to emphysema, mother to Alzheimer's, two nephews to drug overdoses. Uh, and you know what? I I forgot. I actually lost a third nephew. I never bring him up because I didn't know him well. He was married to my sister's daughter, and he died the year between the other nephews, and his name was Ben also. Ben, well, actually, he was uh, from France, so I really didn't know him, but he was still a family member, and I never include him, but this time I finally did, you know, because I didn't, you know, we weren't close and they live in they lived in Connecticut and he died of something very rare wasn't wasn't expected but so I've lost 12 very close members and plus also uh you know the grandparents and the aunts and uncles and a lot of friends very recently a lot of very close friends of many years and it hurts man you know I'm intuitive but it still hurts from this side of it and um if you don't think uh I feel like you guys feel I do and that's what makes us show more humanized, I guess, because I can feel what you're feeling. I've lost siblings and children and parents and I own a husband, uh, you know, my children's father. My, I had four children with him. So it's been difficult. Uh, but April and May, out of the 12 major losses, Marcia, um, what is it, seven of the losses were in these months. April 18th, yeah, I'll just go through it quick. April 18th was my late sister's birthday, 93. My dad died on my sister's birthday. Three days later, well, let me see, five years later, on April 21st, lost my oldest brother to pancreatic cancer the day before his own birthday. In 2010, nine months before my son, I lost my my husband on my brother's birthday. So 18th, 21st, 22nd, father, brother, husband then we go to may then we go to may may 2nd three months of the day same year my sister-in-law of 44 years she died after my son three three months later to the day may 12 2002 my daughter died on mother's day my only daughter my oldest child 
May 20th, 2006, my sister dies to non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And May 26, 1994, 13 months after my dad, my mother died to Alzheimer's. So April and May stink. <laughs> I mean, all these months, the nephews died in, you know, different months. And I lost the lost 91, my brother-in-law of many years. Um, so it's been, that's very 12 very significant people. And a well, bunch I call of synchronicity um, here because I I heard from um, a girl that grew up with um, my kids this morning. Mm-hmm. She called me very upset. You know where she's from originally? Where? France. France. Are you serious? Wow. Serious. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And she still calls me mom. Aww. Yeah. I've got some of kids some... like that too. Motherly yeah, advice? Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's weird. Yeah. And he, and here I never spoke about Ben uh, Holly's husband before, and he was born and raised in France. And I forgot how they met. She's she's very corporate with uh, her company and travels, and where they met her work. I don't remember. I don't see her. She's my living one of my my other, my other sister who's living's daughter. You know, and I you know she worked for me for a while back when she was in college when I owned my business and whatever. And uh, but I haven't seen her in years. I've seen her like maybe. 2011, I saw briefly her and him at Christmas, and he died like uh, July the following year or two years later. So I, I only my met him a couple is times. April 20th, smack dab in the middle of all your losses. <laughs> oh yeah, it's crazy. The 18th, 20th, we we skipped the 19th for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and it's kind of weird too because um, something else I didn't bring up, but she's coming to see me. I have a cousin who was the daughter of my father's brother, who was never married, was given up for adoption. She found me a few years ago, and uh, she's she's coming to visit me. She actually, we call ourselves Patty Duke and Kathy Lane because we look like the identical cousins. (laughs) There's no denying we're related. Her birthday is April 23rd, the day after, too. So we have a lot of things going, positive and negatives in April and May, too. Um, You know, the other thing I wanted to bring up, May, Forget too, not to forget really, but May 26th, the day my mom died, was Memorial Day weekend. My mom always hated Memorial Day. And I found out over the years, my aunt, I didn't realize her birthday was May 26th. My my other aunt, my dad's sister's husband, was May 26th. My nephew, Paul, is May 26th. They're all the same birthday as my mom's death date. And yeah. also, we go back to Meg, my daughter dying on Mother's Day that year, May 12th, uh, falls different every year, but it was Mother's Day, is also my youngest brother's wedding anniversary. So it's like yeah. people say to me, like, you know, they see me on Facebook and they're like, oh my gosh, does she ever stop? Not that I don't stop. I keep their memories alive. That's how I, that's how I vent. That's how I go on, okay? Because they're still it's the same to me as they were here. But there were so many of them, and and it's so hard when they're also the dates. I mean, come on, I've lost two kids. Mother's Day stinks for me. It's a, terrible for me, let alone yeah. have lost a daughter oh, on it, yeah. you know? Right. My God, you know? And then you have my brother's anniversary the same day. It's like, okay, and you're trying to celebrate the normal stuff while I'm here, but a lot of the normal stuff is on these dates, so it's hard. Oh, and, yeah. you know, some People think, oh, Peg, the show is all about you. No, it's not all about me. I don't have to do this. I pay for this. I do it as a volunteer. Yes, I'm grieving too. People forget when they call in. I hurt too, but it's not all about me. I'm here to share my story so you understand someone understands you. 
So I just wanted to clarify that at times, and because uh, a lot of people, you know, you get your, your, I was gonna say hackers, your, um, your, uh, what do you call those people? Your uh, haters. <laughs> oh yeah. And they yeah. and they like to pick apart, but you know what? The show and me writing and save my sanity. I had to find a purpose, um, and I know it's the purpose God meant for me to have. I don't understand it. <laughs> You know, I don't know why I would have chose this life like it was, is, but I do. And I have to deal with it. And it was either do or die. I could have just sat and vegged and waited to die myself. But I do the show and I um, do my writings and wrote my bestseller book, Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug, and four other ones eventually coming out. And Because it keeps my sanity and it helps others. You know, it gave me purpose again. And I don't understand why other people try to take that away from you. And you've seen it, Marcia. You you were on oh, Facebook yes. for a while. How many times have you seen me getting belittled for what I do, you know, right, and yeah. put down for it? It's why do people do that, you know? Well, uh, they they tend to make fun of what they don't understand. Mm-hmm, That's my mm-hmm. take on it. Um, or they haven't been through that kind of loss. I lost. We lost a foster son, um, but I I didn't bear him. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you still, but love, still, him. You still was, love him. Yes, I still, we you wanted know to love. adopt him. Yeah. Right. Um, right. And so, when you talk about a rainbow and all the losses that you've had, and you look at the rainbow, and you, it looks like, or it sounds to me like, uh, you've run the gamut from one end of the rainbow to the very top, down mm-hmm. to the bottom, as far as the losses are concerned in your life: children, <laughs> husband, siblings, friends. I mean, just mm. <laughs> you've run the gamut, girl. And yeah, oh, by I the got way, from my brother aspect. and sister are both in May. <laughs> oh, are they? When's their birthday? Yeah. May what? Karen is May ninth, and my brother Steve is on May twenty second. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow, the two two—that's another thing that we bring up. The twenty second, May ninth is also. I think it's either my brother Bob. I think it's my brother Bob that lost his wife three months to the day of my son, or yeah, I think it is his their wedding anniversary, and he lost his wife. You know, like I said, three months uh, to the day of my son, and then he lost one of his two sons in uh, September of 2014. Right. So there's another synchronicity, and we talk yeah. on the show about that too. There's synchronicities. Like a lot of times, I'll be working because I, I work a lot on the net um, for pe- people that don't know me. I have multiple sclerosis, my own illness. My children died of cystic fibrosis, two separate diseases, nothing to do with each other. And so I have to do a lot of my work, most most of my work, most of my shopping, everything on the computer because I don't walk well anymore. And uh, not a pity party, it's reality, okay? And I find a lot of times, and Marsh, I don't know if I ever told you this. I'll have the TV on always in the background. It's my, my buddy next to my cat, yeah. And White I'll noise. be tight. Uh, huh? White noise, I call it sometimes, just to have it on. Yeah, just to have something there, right? Right. I'm sure many of us do it. but And I i don't know why I've been noticing, especially lately, as I'm typing something, something will come on the TV saying verbatim what I'm typing. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, and I've, I don't think I've ever told you this. And no. I've been noticing the last maybe three or four months, I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you people. My gift freaks me out at times. <laughs> Being intuitive and the way I come through messages and stuff like this happening um, freaks me out. 
I mean, I'm human too, and I don't know why I have this. I mean, I think it's a gift. I think I, I believe it's a gift from the Lord. I have a minister that comes on the show. Kevin supports my work. Wrote about me in his book, and along with his friend Melanie, um, that she was a intuitive um, and telling people how you're, it's not evil. I mean, there, I'm sure there are people out there that does this stuff that can be dark. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I know mm. some that are kind of dark. That's not what I'm doing. I don't ask for this gift. I don't go and summon spirits. I don't play with Ouija boards or crystals. And I'm not belittling people cards. to do stuff. Yeah. Tarot cards. No, that's not my bag. Right. I get whatever God gives me, I give. And we pray, you know, beforehand, and I pray every day. So I don't go looking for it. It found me. And I've been in denial. I'm going to be 63 this year. I was in denial. Till I was 60 years old when I came out on the radio about it, wrote a little bit about it in my book. And I said, you know what, I've had this whole my whole life. It's given me panic attacks. It's given me, made me feel like the oddball, became the class clown because I didn't know what to think of this stuff. You know, it's freaky. And I think any intuitive medium or anyone who is intuitive will tell you the same thing. Um, you grow up, you, you, a lot of us start when we're little kids. Oh, I did. And you don't know what is normal, what isn't norm. You know, is everybody or doing this? You think this? everybody else can do the same thing? Yeah, look what I you like, Stuart. Yeah. Look what I can do. You know, <laughs> 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 I, my niece just sent me that the other day. We goof on the show too, which is just showing our human side. You gotta, you gotta lighten up sometimes. But it's, it's, it's creepy at times to us too. You know. <laughs> And um, like I said, I, people come on the show and and they'll they're soon, right away. You know, they don't even want to hear what we're talking about. They just want a reading. That's fine. We'll get to you if spirit wants to come through for you. Fine. If they don't, you know, usually I'm right on. Marcia, you've heard me give many readings. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not doing it for profit. I did put a page up at one point because people said I should charge, and I've had a few people come, and then I couldn't take their money. I still cannot do that. I need money because <laughs> I'm moving soon, but I don't. I have not taken anyone's money. I just don't feel like I can. I don't know. A lot of people do this, and I'm up putting people down. I know people have to support themselves, and and they, then they start charging these big amounts for, and it's like. I don't know. I'm not comfortable with that at this point. I've been to people that's charged a lot um, myself and that have truly helped me, that are very gifted. But I don't see why people should be charging a few hundred dollars an hour, you know, more than my doctor. You know, but I'm not putting people down for it. I just want to let people know that, you know, you do what you do. But I'm not comfortable doing it yet. I, you know, I got food on my table, roof over my head at the moment. So... I'm I'm good with that, you know. I'm not looking to to be become rich doing this, and I this show's free, you know. You can get a reading for free, but um, let's talk about some of the people that have called into the show, Marcia. Um, and let's be honest, we've had a few. Um, I'm gonna say it, crazies that have called in. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, we, we've had um, people who have called in who want to know about their love life. You know, is this mm-hmm. person right for me? And mm-hmm. um, you're calling the well, that wrong show. That doesn't make show. them crazy. Mm-hmm. No, that you doesn't know, make you just, it crazy. It's just let's take the show for it. Right. Yeah, right? We're, we're talking about loss and grief and how to deal and sharing stories and laughter and tears, like I said before. It's, it's like um, support if you, you have someone on the group. other side. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we've had we, we've had some 
um, Mooney Tunes, I would call them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're, you know, don't, we're, don't call us about your love life or your finances or, yeah, I mean, if you have loss in your life and you're grieving and, and you need to hear from someone on the other side about your about finances or, the, yeah. 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 That's one thing, but um, don't ask us if you're going to win the lottery. We don't know if we if we were going to win the lottery. You think I'd be doing the show? Hello, exactly. Marsha and I both have financial issues. Trust me, and we worry every day. So if we knew we're not here to pick the lottery ticket because that's not how this works. Okay, if we knew, why would I be doing the show? I'd be off somewhere. Okay, I I had a friend's son ask me uh, months ago. He go and he was—he's kind of a non-believer in what I do, even though he was friends with my son, my late son, because I've lost a son and daughter, my youngest son and my only daughter, the oldest child. And he says to me, "Well, if you can do that, uh, pick some lottery numbers for me." And I looked at him, and I'm like, "Get real, you know? It doesn't work that way." So people are so ignorant of this gift and what it's truly about. Um, I just—I—I've done close to a hundred shows, I would say. Okay. And I've specified on many occasions that's not what this is about, what how it works and, and what the show's about. It says signs our loved ones send us for those who are grieving. Okay. And we're all we all grieve, right, Marcia? I mean we all lose oh, people. Yeah. Not a, nobody gets out of this world alive. And I I think that's a problem with a lot of people too. They're people fearing their own mortality. Um, I'm a reminder of what can happen to you. Nobody wants to lose anybody, let alone children. And that's something a lot of the grieving parents go through, and that's one of the reasons I opened the show up. Because they would vent and people would like ignore, wouldn't say their kids' names, act like their kids didn't exist. Though when we're on Facebook, we have to listen, oh, my kid's going to college and the empty nest syndrome. Well, our birdies don't fly back, okay? Our birdies got their wings another way, okay? not putting you down for what you do, but you have your graduations and your weddings and your, your grandchildren. And a lot of us that have lost kids, we don't have that. Well, we have us some memories, for God's sakes. Okay. Let us vent. Let us feel. Because you're afraid of your own mortality, the same people that sit in the church pew and listen to the you know the preacher tell you that there's heaven and pray, and which is fine. My dad worked for the church for 50 years. I love, love it, okay? But I'm religious and I'm spiritual, both. But you go and you listen to that, and I'm telling you, I get messages, and I'm a nut. <laughs> I laugh, but people are are just so ridiculous, and, and, and they treat grieving parents mostly like we've lost our minds. Have we? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, we haven't. Well, we've I think a lot a big of, part of they our don't heart, know what not to our say. Minds. Yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. know what to say. You have a hole in mm-hmm. your heart. Uh, you have yeah. you have multiple holes in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, when and I have four children, have half my heart's gone. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and you know I've said this before in the show. When you you lose a spouse, you're either a widow or widower. You lose your parents, you're an orphan. You lose a child. No word for that, and there is no word for that. There's no word. As the, what do they call you? Nuts. They call us nuts. <laughs> I mean, for God's sake, we should be. <laughs> You remind me of Barbara yeah. Streisand when you said that. The way we were? No. <laughs> Nuts. Nuts, really. I didn't, think, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I like her, by the way. I but, do too. Um, 
And it's kind of uh, apropos that you said that because it was the way we were. You know, we had memories uh, from the corners of our mind. That's all we have left. That was very good. Very good. So that's the story, and I just want to specify, and you can think what you want. And I I have to laugh because I don't think people realize, and I'm going to freak you out. I run the board, the host of the show. Marcia is my co-host, so she's just talking while I'm doing all the board stuff, right? And not, not. (laughs) <laughs> All the heavy-duty stuff, the, the itinerary, and the, the, whatever, the ammunition here. And people don't realize that, you know, my shows are all archived, and I have to, I crack up. Some of my biggest haters, I see, listen to the show. I can't see, in, well, everybody individually, but if somebody's listening to a show for the archives, you have mm-hmm. to kind of sign in. I've seen people that supposedly are my biggest haters listening to all my shows on the archives. So if you hate me so much, why do you listen to my shows? Yeah. To give you something to talk about? You know, people are just, sometimes, you know, I have more problem with the living than I do the dead sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So what the show's about tonight. Tonight is about uh, all of us are crazy. Because I've had people come on my show that I know, and they're like, well, I don't tell anybody that, like this one woman, I'm not going to mention her name, that saw her husband out feeding the birds in the garden after he died. But I don't tell people because they're going to think I'm nuts. Because she's, you know, goes and talks about behind your back anyhow. So so you don't want people to think you're nuts, but she'll be calling into my show to talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) And and sharing this story about her husband outside feeding the birds after he's dead, you know. Yeah. What are you afraid of? I I think, Marcia, and I we've talked about it on many occasions, I think we all um, have the gift. Um, like I said before, you can all play the piano. You either do chopsticks or you play great compositions, okay? Or, or you know, I sometimes screw my words up because of the MS, and I apologize, but I do. It's part of the disease, so deal with it, okay? Mm-hmm. But... We're not, we can't all can't be Mozarts, you know. We can act That's like true. kindergarten and play chopsticks, and or we can do composition like Beethoven and stuff. That's how this intuition thing works, you know. We we're not all artists. Uh, we're not all you know corporate. Um, there there's various degrees, variations of the degrees of what we can do. We can all tune in to the other side. We can all. Um, Get messages. Um, I get really slammed. You've gotten slammed with some of them. I mean, I've had my kids' faces appear in other people's pictures that I don't know on groups that I belong to. And people think – I've had friends to, uh, close to me say to me, that's terrible how people do that and they photoshopped your kids. No, I went to these sites where there's hundreds of thousands of people. Something draws me to it and all of a sudden I see a face on a door and it's like – and they're like, whose face is this? And it's my son's. If you go to my, um, if you Google my sign show, I put a lot of those pictures on that tonight. You can Google and actually see the video. The, I put uh, comparisons of my son's actual face with, and my daughter, uh, my husband. Um, I swear to you, as God is my judge, I swear to you, I have not photoshopped anything. The only thing that was ever uh, the ghost picture of my husband's face appearing was enlightened by somebody that I didn't even know. So you could see lettering better. You could see the faces clearer. Other than that, I swear to you, everything is the original photo. I swear. I swear. And I don't have to, you know, 
I don't even have to swear. I know it's true. If you want to believe it, believe it. If you don't, fine. I believe it. It made me a bigger believer. <laughs> I'm just it shocked at times myself when these things happen. I mean, they're regular photographs. I've gone home, and I look at them after a party. I'm like, holy cow. And like I said, in Tudor or not, you don't think it shocks the hell out of me? Are you kidding me? You've seen some of my stuff, Marcia. What do you think about oh, it? Oh, yeah. Kind of cre- creepy. <laughs> Almost creepy. Well, Give me the EBGB. Um, I wouldn't call it creepy. I would just, it's sort of like, um, gosh, what? He- heaven is for real. Remember uh, Cole, who went to heaven and he knew about the sister that he'd lost, but yet right. that happened before he was born. And, and then a little girl painting a picture of Jesus, and he says, that's him. That's him, yeah. yeah or the father Jesus taking is, out photographs yeah, of his grandfather, yes. Pop. But then Jesus he saw is mostly Pop younger. portrayed with brown eyes, and this little girl painted Jesus with blue eyes, and, and he said, that's Jesus. I met him. Yeah, yeah. You know, and she lives in a, another country altogether, so... I wouldn't it call it from, creepy. From I would call parents. it meant to be a heavy sign, oh, yeah. you know, like a powerful one. <laughs> you know, well, yeah. Well, some people is, are creeped uh, out by it, though. Ashkenazi is, I can't pronounce her name, Ash, whatever it is. It's a little Russian girl. You can Google it. Um, she came from Russia and of a family that were atheists, never discussed religion. They were nonbelievers. Right. And this girl, yeah. at a very young age, started painting these, oh, my gosh, phenomenal, phenomenal, I got chills when I said it, phenomenal paintings of Jesus in heaven and, and things that she would not know. I mean, and the depth of the, the eyes of people and the pictures she paints and, and the features, they're just unreal, absolutely yeah. unreal. I, it's almost unbelievable. You know, and these are paintings. These are not like what I get, the photographs where my sons appear, what, three times now? And um, I'm trying to think, three times. Once, I'll bring up, if you go to that site for my actual show, you'll see pictures uh, in that little box that comes on. So um, there was one, and it's in relation to our mutual friend, Christine Dominiak, who has her own show, Ask the Angels. She had, um, two years ago, we didn't know each other very well, but we were kind of you know, uh, going on each other's show here and there, okay? And she is not supposedly intuitive, but she is, okay? But her co-host, Sonny, is. And I'm going to tell you something. Um, one of my most amazing shows was when they, they were on there trying to read others. We were trying to read uh, – or Sonny and I were trying to read others along with my niece who's intuitive. And my son was relentless. He wouldn't let anybody be read. He kept coming through with messages for me where I broke down on my own show. So you can go back to that show. I think it was July something, 2014. If I'm, you go back, you'll see it where it says, uh, you know, Christine Dominiac. But anyhow, makes a long story short. Christine's on a plane going to Alaska on a vacation. I don't know how she did it from the plane, but she texts me. Okay, we didn't know each other that well. She goes, I bought your book. I went to open it up. My book's called Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Less Hug. These are some of the beginning signs I was getting after my daughter passed. And uh, she goes, I kept hearing the song, um, uh, My Special Angel. I opened the book. What's the first thing I see? The poem I wrote the night my daughter died. She goes, I think your daughter's here. And she's telling me she's with Kate. And I'm going, what the hell's Kate? I've known a couple Kates in my life, but who the hell's Kate? Well, that same week, I think it was, is when I went to that other site, and this little girl, Kate, prior to her death of cystic fibrosis, the thing, same thing that both my children died of, was in a picture sitting at her own bed with a boy laying in her bed. I assumed it was her brother until I looked. 
I don't know her brother. She's in Ireland. And it was a total doppelganger of my son, Mark. Even the position he would lay in the bed when he was at the hospital here, of course, in the United States. I've never left the con. I, I never leave New York. <laughs> you know, we don't... We we didn't have the to money travel. to travel. I don't <laughs> yeah. get to travel, and I haven't. I'm 62. I've, I've never traveled. I've been to Georgia once when my sister lived there, but that was it. And that was on a train. I'm afraid of flying, so I've never been to Ireland. My kids have never been to Ireland. And I was like, so if you look, you'll see that picture on my, my show thing tonight. You'll see another picture of this guy from New Jersey um, who was a non-believer. And one day he goes, I don't know what's going on here. Just got married. My wife took a picture. His face shows up at my door. It looked like a china cabinet. I looked. I said, I know who it is. And I sent him my son's picture. It was like, oh, my God, lady. I've, and, and you know what? I don't go to paranormal. I'm not a paranormal investigator. People get this thing wrong. I'm uh, intuitive. It's different, you know. I don't go on a ghost hunt. I don't go and do exorcisms. <laughs> That's not what I do. I've had people to call me to do this stuff. I'm like, uh, quite a priest, you know. Get out of here. I don't do that stuff. All right, I'm very down to earth. And he's like, holy cow! And so he became a believer. And I, that was, I think, one of the first pictures that my son appeared in. You know. Uh-huh. Then a couple of years back, and it related to Christine because Christine that night when she was on the plane said about the Kate, that little girl in Ireland. The kid's name was Kate. Oh, I don't know if you knew that. Wow. Her name was Kate. Yeah, and I'm like, I didn't know at the time who Kate was, you know. So that's, why you that's tell some people of... to write things down if you get something for them and it's not exactly. relevant to them now. Yeah, write it down. Yep. It, it may be later. Yeah. 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 Well, that's some of them. And then um, my daughter had two children. Uh, they were four and seven when she passed. And I don't get to see them all. Father remarried and moved three and a half hours from here, so I didn't see them too often in the in the latter years of you know past. And my grandson shows up um, a year ago last summer out of the blue with his girlfriend named Meg, which was my daughter's name also. And we're sitting there, we're taking pictures. This is great. I get to meet the girlfriend. Blah blah blah. And I go and I look at the pictures afterward, and I'm sitting there next to him with his arm around me, that's in the pictures too, and my hand disappears, and next to my heart, my daughter's face appears. I put, oh, each one I put comparison pictures, so you can go back, like I said, to the site and see it. It's like, it blows me away when I see it, Um, Mm -hmm. absolutely blows me away. And the first picture that happened with was my first, I do events, I do a lot of charity work, um, helping other people with cystic, you know, children, living children with cystic fibrosis, making wishes when I can or whatever. Not that I have money, we just try to find ways for them to get their wishes, you know. And um, I do it on my son's birthday, November 30th, around that time, and have his buddies come and whatever, whatever. Well, that first year, 2011, when he died, we're at the event. My friend owned the restaurant, took pictures, and I got home, and I almost freaked out. My husband's face appeared in it, some creepy-looking guy's face, and it almost looked like, like a joke, which turned out was something that meant something a couple of years later when I was also a victim of Hurricane Sandy. It meant something later on, okay? Um, scribbled over my head. It looked like smoke. At a restaurant, we can't smoke at restaurants here in New York. My daughter's name was scribbled Meg over my head. There were other faces that appeared in that. Um, a lot of figures. It was like, whoa. And that's the cover page on the um, the show here. Or I think it's I still put it up. Or on my sign site. Um, I also have a sign site on Facebook called Signs of Love. When send us like the show, go there. If you want to join, tell me you heard, just heard about 
about it on the show, and I'll, I'll let you join. It's private. But you'll see a lot of stuff. I have audio. My son's voice has come through while I was doing the radio out of the blue saying, Ma, <laughs> freaks me out. <laughs> so this is crazy. So share some of your experience. And um, we have a lot of people on chat tonight, not too many calling in that want to talk. Uh, or ask questions. Um, share some of your experiences, Marcia, that you've had, you've seen and things that have happened to you. Oh gosh, where to start? Butterflies. Um, that's my number one, um, mm-hmm. especially with my mom. Um, right. I've had my one handset, you know, portable phone call the other, you know, just mm-hmm. out of the blue after I lost, you know, my significant other in June. Um, uh, just, I mean, I've seen, oh gosh, what was it, um, hummingbirds and butterflies are especially important. Uh, uh, yeah, that was my first one, after, the day after my daughter died, the butterflies. That's why the oh, book's wow. got the butterflies thing on it. Yeah. Then it continued. Well, well the, after my mom died and, and the way it all went down, I mean, she had lymphoma, mm-hmm. and she dealt with that for eight years. And she, oh, she, she said, I didn't know she had that. Yeah. Non Hodgkin's. Yes. The same but thing my she, sister I, died of. Another synchronicity. <laughs> yeah, I never realized but that. She had said, you know, I'm ready for God to take me home, but she didn't like yeah. guns, and she didn't believe in suicide. She was a Christian right. woman, and right. that's how she died with a bullet through the heart. So that's why we never believed that she actually took her own life. Um, But butterflies was, um, I talked to a woman after I was grieving my mom, and she said she lived in Chicago, and her son died, and she would go to the cemetery a lot, and nice weather, you know, she'd see butterflies in the cemetery, and one day she was sitting there saying a prayer, and she opened her eyes, and there was a butterfly sitting right on top of her son's tombstone. Mm-hmm. Well, they decided and they were going to And butterflies are normal to see, but it's the way they appear when they appear is what we're trying right. to stress. People say, so what, right. butterflies? And yeah. I'm like, it's not that way. It's how they appear when they're right. not looking for but it. She, she went on with the story and said um, they were getting ready to move, um, and mind you, this is Chicago, uh, mm-hmm. to um, Florida, where I right. happen to live. And she said she went to her son's gravesite to say goodbye, and mm-hmm. it was November. November, okay? Right, right. And as she was getting ready to leave, a butterfly flitted across her windshield as if to say, I know you're leaving here, but I'll, I'll always be with you. That was yep. her son. In November, yep. a butterfly. So that's yep. unusual. <laughs> they exactly. Come out with, yeah. So, and I related to that story, and it was after my mom's death that I started seeing lights mm-hmm. um, and that signs, you know, that, that tell me things are good or bad or, you know, there may be danger or I get a lot of blue lights for healing, uh, white mm-hmm. lights. Um, sometimes I can see faces. Um, just and and I've Larry has come to me in dreams, my significant other, um, and and in all kinds of other ways. Um, he, he just he's still sending me signs. <laughs> and tell I, tell you know tell the, list, tell the listeners what happened um, 
back in January when my son's car accident, and I didn't even know my son. I have two living children, one at home in New York with me, and one that lives in North Carolina. Did not my son in Carolina? We weren't on the best of terms. He had his life. I had my life. We never saw eye to eye ever. You know, he had a lot of anger over the deaths, uh, just a lot of the the pain. You know, so it was hard to get along at times um, because of his anger. But now he's worked through these issues, and we're best of friends. We talk every day. But tell him what happened before I knew my son had the accident on New Year's Eve. What happened to you? Okay, we're doing a show. And you were playing mm-hmm. the intro, and I always do a clearing, um, mm-hmm. ask for God's protection before each show. And every day yep. I say that multiple times whenever I feel fear hit my heart. And trust me, my life's a soap opera, so I pray mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> but anyhow, right. we're getting ready to do a show, and you were playing the intro, and I did my clearing. And to see the lights, I have to close my eyes. Right. So I'm getting red lights. And I thought, okay, let's make sure this is real. And it right. was you, you have, of course, in the intro. And mm-hmm. so I opened my eyes and closed them again, red light. Mm-hmm. One more time, opened my eyes, closed my eyes, red light. And I, I told you. You're freaking I, out. I, yeah. Well, you didn't, I, I didn't tell me. You didn't even tell me on the show, really. I don't remember. No, I didn't. I said, I've got something for you, Peg, but we'll talk after the show. Right. And I was seeing this red light, which means warning or danger or something's not right something. or some yeah. You know, some scared the hell out of me to be honest. Like hey, I'm like you people. She scared the hell out of me. <laughs> so tell them what happened. And then, and then uh, what? Two days later. Um, no, it was an saying. hour after the show. I got the call about my son's accident oh, that had already happened a couple of days before. Okay, okay. That I was not aware of where my son was hit head on. Well, um, going on his break for dinner that night, some woman hit him head on. had no idea about it. You're seeing these red lights and like a warning to me saying something's wrong. And I'm like, oh, God, what is he talking about? She's scaring me. (laughs) Then within the hour, I find out my son had had this accident. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it. You were letting me know that, hey, something happened here. Yeah. That's when it, you convinced me of your gift. <laughs> you know? Oh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I know. There was a... I don't know who's... Oh, actually, it's my son trying to call me now. Uh, he doesn't realize I'm doing my show. Um, not tonight, son. I'll talk to you after the show. <laughs> Sorry. Um what was I going to say? There was another time... You, didn't you see my face or something? My face appeared, and I forgot what went on then. No, it was You're seeing doing something. Um, oh, my daughter's face. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I was describing, I said she had kind of a sharp nose, and you said there were two things about her. Mm-hmm. And then I picked up on, on her ears. Right. Her ear, <laughs> so yeah. We, her my face. husband used to joke with her because um, Not my a big daughter, nose, like, just kind of a sharp one. Yeah, she had a prominent nose, but she was a beautiful girl, and I'm not just saying that. She was a very pretty girl, but she had two things she was nose for, no, nose for, knew, knew for, was her nose and her ears. Um, my husband used a joke when she was younger that she was, because she was a blonde, and she looked like a taxi cab going down the road with its doors open. I'm like, that's Aww. terrible to say to her. <laughs> 
work. But, you know, he had a weird sense of humor. Wasn't trying yeah. to be mean or anything like that. But she did have ears uh, that, you know, were noticeable, but they weren't ugly or anything like that or the nose. But there were two things that stood out with her, her ears and her nose. And you didn't know that about my daughter. Because even if you look at her pictures, you can't really see that. But I know, the family knows, you know, and we used to joke about it when she was older, you know. And uh, my father comes from a line of noses. Uh, I call them, my father's side is Jimmy Tranny's side of the family. <laughs> you know, nose, nose, you know, anything goes. You know, there are people out there, Peg, who don't know who Jimmy Durante was. I forgot. I'm old. <laughs> I know my, my son's no, telling me about my you mom's know, old. It's like, he was the winky dink, inky dinky do. Google his yeah, name. He he was a he was a comic uh, musician, uh, Jimmy Durante. You'll see what I'm talking about. You know, and yeah, he had a prominent nose, and yo, he was fun. He was fun, and he did yeah. look like he could belong to my father's side of the family. So, <laughs> and I don't have a very big nose, and um, you know, there's a couple of people in the family that got the curse. We call it, <laughs> but like I said, it's not that it's ugly. Just you know, got the bigger noses. You know. And uh, I have had people in the family say to these other members, uh, is that your nose or are you eating a banana? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are mean back in the day. They didn't well, think, I tell you know. people I have elfin ears, not elephant ears, but like mm-hmm. elf. You know, well, that's the way it makes worse. Make, out make at the the top. <laughs> that's that's exactly the way it makes worse. And Marks, both of my children that pass have the elf ears, you know. Yeah. And um, maybe we're fairies. <laughs> people tell that's you, you know, it's funny because... I I see a lot of these others that are intuitive, and they're really gifted. And then there's a lot of them that talk about fairies. I never got into that. I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? You know, some of this mm. stuff I still question. You know, yeah. fairies. Okay, is that along the line of the leprechauns? I guess I don't know. I'm not mocking other people. You know, everybody needs its own. I mean, there's things probably that we don't know. I don't know if anybody knows about them. Call into the show. Tell like us about them. Bigfoot or. E.T. or, yeah, I mean, I've oh, seen yeah. <laughs> I've seen things, too. I, you know, I actually, back in the early 80s, it was in July, and it's it was on, and it ended up going on TV on um, Unsolved Mysteries. It happened in my area. This huge craft with no noise was floating down our parkway. When we were coming back from the mall, I was buying, we were up buying my mom a birthday gift that year, uh, early 80s, right? I mean, we literally, thousands or hundreds or whatever, pulled to the side of the road. This thing was unbelievable. And it was creepy. And the next thing I know, it was on Unsolved Mysteries. And it was in our area. I'm like, whoa, we really saw this sucker, you know? Yeah. And it was going on, and they thought it was maybe, you know, uh, governmental, you know, silent plane. It wasn't. It was the size of a football field. I'd never seen nothing like it in my life. Right. And I've seen things. Even, you know, I grew up, you know, I was born in the 50s and grew up in times. You really didn't talk about this stuff, you know, intuition or it was bad, bad, bad back then, you know. You're evil. You can't talk about that stuff. Or UFOs. There were discussions of it, but... You know, I think it was about maybe 10, and a bunch of us gathered at a supermarket parking lot. Kids from all over town, must have been 20 of us, and we sat in this parking lot because we wanted to see UFOs, just being kids, right? Mm -hmm. We looked up, and this thing came down, I swear to you, on top of us with this bright light shining on us. We all looked at each other, screamed. 
took off. We were all on our bikes. One, you know, some lived uptown, some lived in the middle, some lived in my section of town. We never really talked about it, but okay. we never went on a UFO hunt again. You know, no, no, the no. Hell out of us. Power of suggestion is real. <laughs> no, this was. Uh, this, I'm gonna tell you something. This was not even a power of suggestion. It, it was real. It was real. And I've had uh, even neighbors. You know, they knew that I was into. You know, that I was intuitive and opened up to me about experience. I had one neighbor that just moved recently. And we were very close, and she told me going out to Ohio to visit a relative one time, um, something had happened to her, and she thinks she was abducted, abducted for five hours. She lost five oh hours. She woke up on the side of the road. Then very soon after, this was really weird, um, I was in the medical field. I had my own nursing business for many, many years, so I know medical. And you can't live without your parathyroid glands. <laughs> okay. She went to the doctor, and the doctor goes, I don't know how to tell you this, but we can't find your parathyroid glands. She goes, what? Oh, wow. You can't live without that. He goes, well, we can't find them. Now, either this woman I didn't know her well, though I've lived near her for eight years, and she was crazy, and just telling stories, but she was very serious when she told me this. She goes, they still can't find my parathyroid. And this all happened after this supposed abduction. So these are things I've never shared even with you, Marcia. I'm like, whoa. You know, I, I'm sure there are other things out there in this big old universe that we can't explain. Um, you know, there's still things that I have doubts about, you know. I mean, I'm not totally not a doubter at times. I have to be really convinced of things. You know, and there's some people that are that have come on here that are just plain crazy. And I hate to say that. I try to put anybody down, but I, I think there are some that are crazy, <laughs> you know. And so I can understand why people may think I am. It's like, oh, this lady is so full of bull. You know, well, for years I thought I was nuts, you know, with this. But when I felt comfortable to come out and say, I don't care. I know I'm doing God's work, and I'm here to bring people closer because heaven is real. Because movies have come out. You know, there was a couple. What was that? A kid that went to heaven. Turned out it was a it was a lie. Uh, the kid came out and said he was lying. But the one oh, with yeah, Colton, with heaven is yeah. for real. And I just saw that Burpo, other one. Yeah, uh, the Burpo family. Yeah. The Burpo, yeah, Colton Burpo, and this other yeah. one that just came out, Miracles from Heaven. I I loved that theater crying. There was so many synchronicities between that little girl and my late daughter. It yeah, freaked me great out. Movie. It freaked me yeah. out. Yeah. And recently, there's another thing that's on Netflix, and you all, you know, watch TV, I'm sure. There was a show, Medium, Allison DeBose was the one the the show was about. Well, we're Facebook friends now. She actually came to my defense once, which I'm shocked because she's a celebrity. I'm just, I'm just pegster, you know. <laughs> I don't see myself as a celebrity celebrity, you know. People know me, but not like her. And she defended me one time when I was being mocked for my gift. And uh, she had posted something a few weeks ago about this show on Netflix. Well, I decided, I don't have Netflix. Let me see it. I I was interested. It intrigued me. And it was a free month subscription. So I went on. And I was like, it was about the returned. Um, It was kind of like that show that was on TV they had on Resurrection. And they took off, you know, left you on your seat. And... The girl, the first one that was returned, could have been my daughter's doppelganger. I was like, I couldn't stop watching it. She was just like my daughter. Exactly. Exactly. The The Returned, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, a whole series of it. Yeah, it's awesome. Actually, it's pretty awesome. And guys, now, my show does advertise. I don't get kickbacks for their advertisements. 
you know, that's whatever they do on the side. But right. and me telling you about these shows, I ain't getting nothing out of this. So just no, giving it's just you information. Something you found interesting. Yeah, and, I found very you know, intriguing. Yeah. And I was like, and yeah. more so the fact that the girl looks so much like my daughter. It's like, holy cow, what was I meant to see this? Was I, you know, you, you question things. I still question, like I said, many things, you know. Well, it's like reincarnation it seems... and deja vu mm-hmm. and all that. It's sort of like, well, I don't discount it. I don't know if I fully believe in it, but how do yep. you know some of the things that you know or, you know, deja vu? Um mm-hmm. That didn't happen yeah. before. Yeah, I've I've been through this before. I've met this person before, or you know, um, yep. how do you explain that without reincarnation? Um, yeah, even my but, father that so, worked for the church for fifty years, we he used to talk about it. He swore that my daughter was the reincarnation of his mother. Okay, yeah. and yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, they look so much alike. And my daughter was beyond. My gra- grandmother was a pianist, and my daughter was born with the piano fingers. And I don't, I'm a, got short little stubby hands, you know. And she had these piano fingers. And he goes, I'm telling you, look at this picture of my mother. And I'm like, look at my dad. I'm still questioning stuff, you know. But I'm gonna bring something up I've never told you or the audience before. When I was a little kid, I was born in '53. I to this day it is. I'm obsessed with the music from the 40s, like, uh, you know, Guy Lombardo, Benny Goodman. And I feel emotions that I probably shouldn't have felt as a little kid from this. I don't know. I always felt like there was something, maybe I died in the 40s, and maybe I was reincarnated in the 50s. But there was some, I, I could really go into depth about it, but it was really weird that I have such a connection to that era where well before I was born, you know? Um, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, like I said, even though us people that are intuitive, we don't have all the answers, and only God does. So I'll know when I get there and probably understand more, you know. Right. Yeah. But I don't know what my connection to that music is, why it makes me feel a certain way. And almost like I lost a soldier husband and I was heartbroken. I ended up losing a soldier husband years later to Agent Orange-related diabetes. Uh, you know, my children's father, you know, many years and father of my four children. But it was back then. It was back in that 40s era. I, I don't know. It was just mm. this weird feeling I get when I hear that music. I can't explain huh. it. And yeah, I think a lot of generation grew up on Elvis, Elvis. and Chuck Berry yeah. and You Roy got Robertson it. You got it. Little yeah. Richard. Yep. Oh, I love Stones the wife. I love yeah. <laughs> Beatles. Exactly. Dion, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's like, yeah. why am I so attracted to this 40s music? I would rather listen to that than anything. And I love, you know, me, I'm also a musician, and I love all types of music, but that has got a soft spot in my heart for some reason. I guess one day I'll know why. So I don't know whether it was reincarnation. I don't know. I don't think I've ever talked about that on the show before. But, you know, the show is about signs of love and sinners. Tonight are uh, signs that you feel that your family sent you, that you were... You're afraid to tell your friends and family so you don't think you're a crackpot. <laughs> yeah, and if you've so called into the show, tonight. remember to hit the one if you want want to speak with us. Um, yep, and share your stories. Because that puts you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know Definitely. you told people that tonight, but you know, latecomers may not have heard. 
So. Yeah, no, no, and it's okay to say it again. Like I said, I, I have listeners, I have people that are listening to the show. Maybe you don't realize if you want to speak to us, um, to hit the one cue if you want to talk to us and share a story or ask us a question or maybe get a reading or whatever. Um, like I said, I don't push the readings. Um, if it happens, it usually happens. So let us know, you know, it's no big deal. Um, some of these things that I, I actually, you know me, I don't usually write a script unless I have somebody super, super famous on, which I've had a few, like Mark uh, Ireland uh, and Mark Anthony, not J-Lo's husband, but the psychic mm-hmm. lawyer that's been on all kinds of shows, 2020, what have you. Um, you know, usually I'll write a script or something like that because they usually send me one. So, <laughs> But um, there, there was a site that I, that captured my eye tonight called Visitations After Death Contact. I'm going to read a little bit about that. And, uh, let's see what, how much time we have left on the show. Oh, we have an hour. And we can go always a little over if we have to. But I'm going to read something, okay? Um, so it's Visitations After Death Contacts, Investigative Files by Joe Nickel. Skeptical Briefs, Volume 12-3, September 2002. That was the year my daughter passed. Those who suffer the loss of a loved one may experience such anguish and emptiness that they're unable to let go, and they may come to believe that they've had some contact with the deceased. It's commonly reported that the deceased persons have communicated in some way, says Judith Gretning, 2001 Vice President of Life Transition Center, they are either by giving a sign or causing things to happen with no rational explanation. I, there ain't no rational explanation for life anyhow, right? <laughs> she adds, it's equally common for people to wake in the middle of the night, lying in bed, or even to walk into a room and think they see their husband or child. These experiences are sometimes called visitations, and they include deathbed visitations. During over 30 years of paranormal investigation, I've encountered countless claims, she says, of such direct contacts as opposed to those supposedly made through spiritualist mediums. I also had occasionally been interviewed on the subject, most recently in response to some books promoting contact claims. Here is a look at the evidence regarding supported or purported signs, dream contacts, apparitions, and deathbed visions. Signs. In her so-called co-authored book, Child Light, I never heard of it, How Children Reach Out to Their Parents from Beyond, I, and I have not read this before, by the way, even myself, but it looked interesting. Donna Theason relates a personal contact she believes she received from her only son, Michael, who has been killed, was killed in an auto accident a month before. She was browsing in a gift shop when she noticed a display of dollhouse furnishings. Nearby in a small hutch were a pair of tiny cups that were that they were touching, one bearing the name Michael. The other words, I love you, Mom. Although at the time a strange warm feeling came over her, she was later to wonder, was I merely finding what I do, was I merely finding what I uh, so desperately wanted to see? Was I making mystical connections out of the ordinary circumstances? People accuse me of that all the time. On the other hand, the fact that the two cups were displayed together out of dozens of others sold there convinced Theason that the incident defied the odds. Soon she began looking for more strange occurrences so as to confirm that the cups' incident was a real sign. Her book chronicles them and the experiences of other grieving parents, 40 of 41 of them mothers, one whose son was killed by a train was wondering whether to give his friend some of his baseball equipment when she heard a train whistle blow and accepted it as an affirmation. 
Others receive signs in the form of a rainbow, television and telephone glitches, the arrival and sudden departure of pigeons, uh, moved angel doll, and other occurrences. To explain such signs or meaningful coincidences, like what do we call them, synchronicities, Okay, psychologist Carl Jung, I've heard of him, theorized that in addition to the usual cause and effect relationship of events, there was an actual accusal uh, connecting principle. He termed this, here we go, synchronicity. However, I didn't even know that. However, in the psychology of superstition, Gustav Jahada, 1970, I may be saying that wrong, that's how it read or you know written suggests that there may often be casual links of which we are simply unaware even in instances where there may be in fact no latent latent casual connections other factors could apply one is the problem of overestimating how rare the occurrences really is nobel prize winning uh physicist louis alfred in 1965, told how while reading a newspaper, he came across a phrase that triggered certain associations and left him thinking of a long-forgotten youthful acquaintance. Just minutes afterward, he came across that person's obituary. On reflection, however, Alvarez assessed the factors involved, worked out a formula to determine the unlikeliness of such an event, and concluded that 3,000 similar experiences could be expected each year in the United States, or approximately 10 per day. Synchronous events involving family and friends would be proportionately more common. A related problem is what psychologist Ruma Falk said back in 1981-82 in terms of selection fallacy that occurs with anecdotal events as contrasted with scientifically selected ones. As he explains, instead of starting by drawing random samples and then testing for the occurrence of a rare event, we select rare events that happen and find ourselves marveling at their non-randomness. This is like the archer who first shoots an arrow and then draws the target circle around it. And the article goes on for even more. It talks about dream contacts. Um, it's on my event site tonight if you would like to read it. It talks about apparitions. Um, I've had and many that I've talked to, a lot of the electrical things. I've had um, friends of my children that have passed that I didn't even really know because my son was a race car driver. Um, one of the things that led me to do in my show, this kid, Tim, I kept having synchronicities and things happened. I didn't even know the kid. And, and, and it brought me to finally to read his mother and his girlfriend. I didn't even know either one of them. And the ironic thing that I just started to, decided to start my show, and I don't know if I told you this, Marcia, the, the boy's last name, I'm sure Sue doesn't mind if I mentioned the last name, Gleason, like Jackie Gleason. Right. Um, that name had come up twice during this time. And the last time it came up, it was the first show I did. This is after I was led to them to read them. And the girl that, that had directed uh, directly that I didn't know a friend of my son's name was uh, Mandy, Amanda. All right. And mm. I had problems with my first show. And guess what my producer's name was? Mandy Gleason. Ah. Oh so the kid, the kid that died, his last name was Gleason, and the girl that directed me finally to read the mother that I didn't know, and the girlfriend, name was Amanda Mandy also, and then my wow. producer for the show was Mandy Gleason, huh. and I said that's when I knew the show had to continue. The show must go on. Yeah, yeah. 
So Tim Gleason is the one that brought me to it. I was sitting here. It was freaking me out because I do get signs from my own kids. And most of us intuitives don't get like – we don't read ourselves. You know, we get signs. I've had car horns blowing, lights, dishwasher, things going on and off. This kid, from the time he was in his accident and in a coma till a month later when he died, my – and I thought it was my kids doing it. Because it was around the holidays, okay, during the Christmas holidays, my light, my uh, touch lamp kept going on and off, high and low, high and low. Then my car horn would start blowing. Then my cat was acting wacko. My TV's going on and off. And I'm like, and I was telling my kids, okay, I know you're here. Stop, because they do do things like that to me, especially on their birthdays or angel anniversaries. It Mm -hmm. wasn't my kids. It was Tim. And it finally ceased and desist after... I realized it was him and read his mother, who I didn't know, and his girlfriend, who I didn't know. And he wow. let me alone. And I, He let me alone, which led wow. me to the show. Yeah. These are things that I've never I, even no, shared. No, I didn't know that, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's, you know, I have my racing harness and have, I have my other books, and it's not even just plugging my books. Some of the stories in my books, I have to reread. I can't even believe them, and they happen to me. You know, I write them. Well, I, I'm the tool seen... that writes them. But yeah. Well, it's not you, me doing it. No, um, you 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 have told me that you just felt compelled to write. Like you oh yeah, I wake up in the middle of the night and I start writing poems and books yeah, and the books. Yeah. And I never set out to write a book. I was a, I'm still not an author. Yeah, I'm a bestseller. They say on Amazon, they're making all the money. It's not about money, but it's like I I write like I talk. I've had like one bad critic or critic on my my reviews. Hmm. And he says, "Oh, you know, riddled with gra- you know errors, and 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 it's, there's no plot to the story. Plot? It's nonfiction, dopey. <laughs> you probably didn't read the book. There's no plot. I'm telling you my life story, you idiot. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, we don't know the story. ending yet. Uh, you have a beginning, no. a middle, and an ending. We don't know the ending yet, and we haven't lived it yet. Really? I mean, you know, you don't have to buy a book. Go, go to Amazon. Google my name, Peggy S M N E C. See my book." You can read some of the uh, the reviews and the, and the bad review. And, I, and of course, it was somebody that lives in my county that wouldn't put their name up. So it was probably one of my haters trying to make me look like an ass. So it was around mm-hmm. the time that everybody, you know. So, so I just uh, kind of laughed and I said, you know what? When you're doing something right, you get critics because yeah. they're reading it, you know. Well, I've looked and, up into the sky, and I love looking at the sky. I'm an Asian right. person. And I've seen yep. like a giant X and O. You know, and mm-hmm. I get a lot of X's and O's. Um, right. So I'm praying manas. That's what I was trying to think of earlier, and it wouldn't come to me. It, and it, it looked right. directly at me. I mean, it was just stand, oh, yeah. standing there staring at me. Like my butterfly I mean, just a lot of unusual things. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, that butterfly wouldn't leave me that next day. When when my daughter died, I went outside that day because I had to make some arrangements. And if you read my book, I think you can go. You can even get free glimpses of it if you go on Amazon. That butterfly was so weird; it would not leave me. And then I got a witness because I called my daughter's best friend. I said, "I don't know what's going on here," and I put this in the book. It's like uh, this butterfly is being weird. <laughs> Because, oh, make love butterfly. I don't know everything about my daughter. My daughter did her own thing. She was twenty, almost twenty nine when she died. You know, she was, she was with her, you know, children's father for eleven years. She had two kids, and we weren't together every day anymore at that point. You know, and I didn't know her last tattoo because she knew I hated tattoos. Was a butterfly because she used to wear ankle socks all the time. 
and she covered that butterfly tattoo up. And every one of her tattoos, which I don't think I discussed it much in my book. I can't remember. It meant something after she died. Came to terms. Even a formation in the skies, that was the first sign that night. Her friends all came over, uh, met at my, my husband's, because uh, we, we had lived apart for a few years. And uh, we were all at his place. And and the friends are looking up at the sky. They're like, that's weird. There was some kind of formation. I don't know what they call it. Was the exact first tattoo my daughter had in her back with her two kids in it and her and their father and it was the with the heart uh with the with the moon and stars the exact mm-hmm. formation in the sky the night she died oh wow down and the next day was the butterfly thing and it was like holy crap holy you know yeah and this butterfly was wax so i said to her friend i said i don't know what's going on here i said you need to come over and see this i don't know what's going on and she said i was whacking out because she was going to come out with the arrangements because i'm in my bj's but she was right up the street she goes i'm coming over do you know this butterfly when she came over she pulled into the driveway this butterfly got up from me flew around her her vehicle and came back when she sat down next to me, I said, okay, Meg, if this is a sign, I said, you need to walk between us. That butterfly walked between our two chairs. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That's why my book's called Rainbows, Butterflies, and the One, and the one Last Hug. Well, that's what my book was supposed to be called, One Last Hug. Yeah. But I had to add the other things to it. But uh, well, what do you hear that one? it wasn't this year, but last year on my mom's angel date. And uh-huh. outside, it was a nice day. Going to go smoke a ciggy, right? With the right. And My bad. Outside <laughs> and there's this butterfly. And mm-hmm. it hung around for five days. It was like, hi, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for showing up. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. You know, it was like down at the bottom of the door. And the aide picked mm-hmm. it up and tried to put it on the rose bush next to the, the door. And right. it, it went on the wall of the house. And mm-hmm. it's it stuck around for five days. That's weird. Now, I, I got yeah. another one to share with you about a butterfly. Sure. My niece, who's a teacher, and she was she's also went to school to become an editor. She edited, she's my editor of my books. Her and I get very synchronicity things happening to us at the same time, and she can be in another how miles away. I wrote about it. Well, this one day she's at school teaching. Her mom, very devout Catholic, devout Catholic, and you know does her thing. Uh, calls her at work and she goes, ah, this butterfly keeps flying around the house and now it's hiding. I don't know where it went. Well, I actually have pictures of this. My niece goes, what are you talking about? She goes, butterfly, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> weird, you know. She gets home from work, it comes out of hiding and attaches herself for a half an hour to her leg. Oh, my God. My niece calls me up. She goes, Aunt Peg, I'm sending you a picture. She goes, look at this thing. And I've got the picture of it on her leg. It would not get off. It would not get uh. off. Yeah. Yeah. We had a caller that was going to ask a question. Why don't you call? I don't know if you're on the site, but call back in. I was just going to pick up your call that wanted to talk. Um, I don't know what happened to her. Yeah, so a lot of weird stuff has happened. Um, any of my listeners on chat, if you want to call in at 347, area code 1347-838-9201, uh, call in. We'll uh, maybe bring loved ones search for you. Um, so far, nobody wants a reading tonight. So, oh, somebody says uh, there's a Gigi on here. Hi, everyone. Hello, Gigi. Let's see where she is. Oh, she logged in. She logged out. She logged in. She logged out. People are doing this all night. So, um, like I said, I don't see anybody that wants uh, to talk as of yet. So, but um, 
Yeah, these are some of the weird things happen, the, the butterflies and the rainbows and the different things that, especially on, like you said, Marsha, like anniversary dates and things of that sort, you know? Right, I'm getting yeah. beeped in again. Here we go. I don't know who's trying yeah. to call me. Oh, and that that only beeped once. And you know what? It's not showing up. Maybe that's messages from heaven. Hold on. It's not showing any number. <laughs> oh, wow. I've had that happen, too, before. My phone, mm-hmm. my home phone calling itself. And I, on right. the special occasions, and nobody's there. Yeah. And normally when my phone beeps like that, because I do my my show over the phone because I find it works better that way than going right through the uh, screen because we've had problems with that before. It'll show up on my TV, and I have the TV on, and um, it's not showing up. So I have no idea who that was. Messages from above, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, all night, um, and I know we just, you know, got through Easter not that long ago, but I've been seeing a cross all uh-huh. night. Um, Tonight? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, I what don't do know what it means. means? Uh, hmm. Well, I know we just, you know, got through Easter, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's for someone, maybe you. <laughs> you really? Know? Yeah. Jesus loves us. That's what my mom yes. always said. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, it's kind of ironic. Uh, you brought that up. I was a little upset tonight. I, I went out earlier to do some errands, pay some bills, and you know, I live on the Hudson River, and I take a little me time down the street of the dock by myself. You know. I was sitting there tonight to before the show, and um, it was beautiful the night and whatever. And I looked down, and my ring—I have a ring with two stones in it with hearts. One of my stones fell out tonight. I can't find oh it. Oh my gosh! Oh no! Yeah, I don't know what that means. I was pretty upset about it because I've had this ring forever, you know. Oh yeah, I'd imagine. I don't know what it means, and I don't know what the cross. I mean, the cross. Of course, we know what it means, you know. Right. Yeah. New beginnings. New beginnings. Rebirth. That's odd because I've never shared that with you. I love what? heart-shaped jewelry. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I had this ring made um, probably after market passed, maybe right before. I can't remember. But it was significant for something, you know. I also had a necklace right. made um, uh, the week he died and it came in. And it was kind of ironic. It's, you know, a cross with all my children and grandchildren's birthstones in it. And one of the things that came up, being that I don't read myself, the Deborah, who was my intuitive that I used to go see, that helped me quite a bit. Um, she was right on spot with things. Um, the first thing she said, and I had it tucked in my shirt so you couldn't see what I had on. And mm-hmm. I'd gone for the reading with my son, late son's girlfriend, her friend, and one of my friends who was actually with me when my son passed. And the first thing she says, your son's here, and he wants to know about the necklace. Uh, what's the significance of the new necklace? I'm like, I just got it like a couple days ago. It came in. It has all my kids' birthstones in it. So oh, wow. he knew about the new necklace. Yeah, it represented all the kids. Well, six stones for all, for all four kids and my two grandchildren. Yep. Wow. Yeah, so it's amazing how some of these things happen. So. Yeah. But uh, I just, you know, I, I get baffled. Like I said, I'm human. You're human. It's still, I don't know what it means in some of this stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, well, there's, I believe in good and bad, dark and, you mm. know, light and and all that, and that you have believe, to protect oh, yourself. Not in, not in. We don't believe in the dark. <laughs> we believe right. Of it, no, not I, in it. You not know what it. I mean. 
Yeah. No, I know. Um, I just want to specify that because people get a little yeah. touchy about that. Yeah. Um, thank you. <laughs> yep. No problem. Karen and I were talking. Let me tell you to shut up, um, ma'am. <laughs> 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 it's a little joke. Okay, I did a show a few weeks ago with a friend of mine who was terminally ill, and he's big inspiration. And Marcia told me to shut up, and <laughs> we made a joke about it. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes I do talk too much, and I sometimes I tell myself to shut up. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, I'm just going to get at you. Oh, well, we see, I've got that New York state of mind, don't you know? That there are times when I just don't know how to say something, but. I was not very you said it that night. <laughs> <laughs> you got your point very across. Gracious at all. And I lived in New York. I live in New York my whole life. Maybe not much longer because yeah. I am moving. But there's still but things up in the air right now. But you remember the show? Um, well, you remember Mary Tyler Moore and her friend Rhoda. Of Rota. course, yeah, yeah. And then Rhoda uh, got a show of her own. Well, she called her mm-hmm. mother Ma. And right. she had that New York accent, and I I yeah. liked. That so I started calling my mom Ma, uh-huh. <laughs> and sometimes I say Shua, you know, because I, I think it's a neat accent. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know, it's funny because um, that's more of the Brooklyn Bronx. Uh, I, I'm in Westchester County, which is 30 or 40 miles north of that area. I'm kind of like the country place, you know. Yeah. So I don't think I have an accent, but I have people that call me from all over the world on the show because worldwide. Yeah. And they're like, I I call to listen to your New York accent. I said, what New York accent? I'm a hillbilly girl. Oh, you have girl. one. No, no. You I don't have, you hear have it. I don't see it. I don't well, know where, where not, it comes yeah, from. It's not as thick as I've heard, okay, as far as yeah. uh, people who who are from From the New city, York, like Soder and... My daughter-in-law right, yeah. uh, from Carolina, she's from Long Island. Long Island, we say, you know. Long, yeah. Long Island. They don't say island. They say island, like IG, island. And, you know, she comes across with stuff sometimes. And I had friends that were born and raised in Brooklyn that moved up here. And it's like, instead of soda, it's soda. Or it's like, um, uh, some of them say ask instead of ask. Oh, you know, yeah. they they yeah. just have a total different, and it's not like being illiterate. People think people that say that are illiterate. It's just the way they've learned. It's the dialect in that area. Right. Yeah. My both, my father's parents were both born in Europe, German Germany and Russia, and and they both spoke German. But my grandmother spoke High German, and my grandfather spoke Low German, and they, it was two different dialects. Just like somebody from the Bronx or Brooklyn talking like somebody like me from Westchester. You know, mm-hmm. two different dialects. You know, the same words, but just a little bit off, you know, and I often wonder sometimes how do my grandparents communicate? And it's like it probably worked out for them. (laughs) (laughs) No, wasn't anyhow. Shut up. So what's the big deal? Shut up. I don't understand you anyway. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Karen. Yeah, recently, and and there's an old asylum, um, just over the border um, in Kentucky. And mm-hmm. I know that uh, probably a lot of really terrible things happened there and a lot of suffering. Well, right. it's a big thing uh, to get together on Halloween and go to this asylum. And I said, that's just inviting uh, bad Trouble. spirits. And yeah, you just, yep. no, I would not do that. I would not care mm-hmm. to do anything like that. Neither um, would I. <laughs> no, I, I, just don't, I don't get that mentality. 
Yeah, I've been asked to go on paranormal investigation with former police officers, and I'm like, that's why I specified on the show. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not an exorcist. I'm not, leave me alone. <laughs> go away. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, it doesn't work that way with me. Sorry, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's I mean, creepy. To me, that's uh, like inviting, you know, and I, there was a house that we were fixing up um, mm-hmm. way back. I was a young and teenager, and... I saw a man lunge at me out of the corner of my eye, my peripheral vision. And oh, wow. I wouldn't, he was big and he was ugly, and I I would mm-hmm. not go back into that house. You couldn't pay me. Oh, no, things back. like that happen. I mean, it, it, it's not all good spirits. I mean, I just, what happens in the shows about is the signs, like I say. But I'm going to yeah. tell you, even as a youngster myself, my parents who... Both, like I said, Dad worked for the Episcopal Church, and Mom was very involved growing up in the Methodist Church, and uh, very religious. My, I mean, they swore by Billy Graham and Oral Roberts. You didn't talk when they were on, so when they weren't at the church working, you had to watch all these shows, except for golf mm-hmm. thrown in between with my dad, you know. Right. And um, you know, but my dad and my mom would talk of stories. One of the ones that stuck on my mind as a kid and it creeped me out. They lived when they first got married in this house, and I guess it was haunted. They didn't know. And I don't think they had had children yet, and they were in bed one night. And my mom and dad woke up at the same time, and they saw a guy dressed like Abraham Lincoln with the big tall hat and the cloak standing by their bed. Looked at them, turned around, walked, and walked straight out the window. So I guess... They didn't talk to too many about it, but finally they had found out that there was a guy in the 1800s that lived in that house that committed suicide. So that sounded like what was going on. Right. Um, There were things at the church that happened. My dad was um, the sexton of the church, the caretaker, not the minister, you know, but he was very religious and was on the vestry and all that other good stuff like the board, you know. Right. And when he was being trained as a young guy for the job, um, the former sexton that he worked with's wife was dying, and he related a story to my dad about he was walking up to the altar to do some cleaning, and this silk skirt went by him. Like he saw like somebody in a skirt, and it was a silk skirt. Mm-hmm. And about ten minutes later, he got a call that his wife had passed away. Oh wow! And. And then my dad also uh, related stories in the church itself uh, about coins, like just rolling up the aisle of the church out of the blue, nobody there, you know. Wow. And I, I used to kind of get creeped out because I used to go down and help dad sometimes. My dad worked two right. jobs, railroad by day, church on weekends and nights, okay. And so sometimes on the weekends I go down, you know, it was our time together, and I'd clean, you know, vacuum the cushions of the pews, and you know. Clean the walls and the parish walls, all the good stuff, you know. But I used to get creeped out because they had actually a crypt in the uh, basement, uh, coffins from former ministers and whatever. So I was a kid and I was spooked by this stuff, you know. And the more he told me the story, the less I wanted to go to church. I wouldn't (laughs) go around that nonsense, you know, it scared me. Yeah. And I was like, I got scared too. But and then he started talking about some of the stories. And one other one my mom talked about, and this is kind of like we were talking about with the asylum type things. Right. Uh, my grandmother, actually, she was American Indian, my mom's mom, and uh, Chicago Indian, and grew up in a county above me. And uh, But for a while, I guess she was 
prior to marriage, was out in Pennsylvania working with her cousins. I don't know what she did at the time, but they walked by this house, and there, I guess a woman, I don't know whether she committed suicide, postpartum depression, had a baby. They'd walk by the house, they'd see the woman rocking the baby in the window. Oh, wow. And then my mom also told me this happened in Pennsylvania. And then um, my mom also told me, I remember as a kid, I remember hearing this stuff, was that her, she was walking home one night with her cousins, and they looked up in the sky and it opened up, and they saw a bunch of angels. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I didn't share with you that I remember as a kid, and it was like my formative years when I'm crazy. You know? right. But it scared me as a kid because it's like I think I still had enough going on as a kid thinking this ain't normal. You know, <laughs> you know. Though I would see my first things as a little kid, I remember angels myself appearing to me, and I thought I was dreaming, or maybe I was crazy. I don't know, but I remember now that I know what's going on, me, I do understand it. Okay, right. And um, you know, and I've had people, my daughter especially, who appeared. I've talked about on shows before. Prior to my husband, my husband and son died nine months apart, uh, 2010, 2011. And right before my daughter passed, my husband, my daughter appeared to him one night. He was about ready to fall, you know, going into sugar shock or into insulin shock out of his recliner. And he looked up, and my daughter like, Dad, and, and she had died years before, in 2002. Wow. And then my son, prior to his death, my daughter appeared to him three times. He told me, well, one time what happened? But he would never, he went to his grave not telling me the other two stories. He would not tell me. Well. So angels appear, our loved ones do appear. And, uh, you know, and these are, you know, these aren't hallucinations. You know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, they're on meds or hallucinating. These are lucid times with my family, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> I, when they, they were totally clear-headed, and the, the stories were related, and, and it freaked me out. I mean, even though I do this, and it just still amazes me um, how they come to us, you know? Well, it and, was rumored uh, that at the local nursing home, um, when there's death imminent, um, right. a little girl will appear in that patient's room. And, really? Um, yeah, well, locally with you the, in Indiana, right? Yes. Yeah, um, and one of the aides that used to work here uh, who is, you know, going to nursing school, but she became a CNA, and she went to work at that nursing home, stopped by. Oh, and she's one of the ones that took care of your late husband then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And I asked her, she said, I've seen the little girl, because, you know, I'd heard about the rumor, and I Mm -hmm. said, have you seen her? And she said, yes, and the person dies. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Wow. She's maybe like a little angel of death, but she does no harm. She just there. Oh no, no, like she to... just she's there to cross them over. Yeah. I have a friend, a very good friend of mine, Judy, that works in a um, senior quarters. You know, it's not really a nursing home; they're apartments uh, locally. Mm. And um, she's related experiences like this too. So, certain thing happens, and then one of the patient passes. Huh. You know, I can't remember. I'll have Judy call on the show one night and talk about it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But she's also, and I found a lot of my friends growing up came out. They have the gift also. I, I seem to be surrounded by people that are gifted, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Judy and I go way back. Um, that's going to be written about also in my books because our connection, even before she was born, it was weird. Her baby sister died the same time my grandmother died and was laid out together. And yeah. I was only like three. Yeah. And then we ended up becoming friends, working together years later and became best friends, you know. And um, but she had two really other close friends. One one of them, her, me and this girl were called the Three Musketeers, you know. Hmm. And Eva, our friend, had gotten killed in a car accident uh, back in 1982. And she, before I was doing this, Judy called me up after everything was said and done and told me how Eva had come. I mean, she sat and had full conversations with her after her death. Uh And I don't even have stuff like that. I mean, I've had weird stuff. But, I mean, she has conversations with people. You know, wow. just like Christine Dominiac had uh, right. from Ask the Angels her, with her in-laws. Her in-laws showed yeah. up and talked for two hours. Yeah, and it's like, you know, and then Christine says, I'm not intuitive. Well, what are you caught, Christine? <laughs> yes, you are. I think she, yeah. Oh, well, yes, she, I mean, come on. When she, she did the did. thing on the plane with me, uh, that, that yeah. was pretty intuitive to me. Yeah. You know, um, there's no, no bow to doubt it, as they say, you know. and. Right. Um, yeah. And I told people before when Christine and her, her co-host, or she's the co-host with Sonny on their show, came on my show, I you know, did a little research before on the show and found out that Sonny and I had the same birthday, September 7th. But while doing the show, I find out Christine's birthday is the day my son died. You know, well, so there's, we're yeah. all connected. And yeah. you and I yeah. met because of Christine and Sonny. Uh, That's true. You had, yeah, you listened to my show that night. Right, yeah. when they yeah. were on and my son wouldn't leave me alone? Yes. You know, that was a pretty And I stayed for the whole show. thing. I mean, I, I'm not, there are some people who call in and, and they just want what they want and then they hang up. But yeah, like tonight. I, I see in, people like, pick me, pick me, and, and we don't get to them quick enough to hang up and they don't want to talk to us. So, you know. Yeah, oh, well, you yeah. know. Um, but I, I was so happy for you that night. It was your turn. They, they had oh my messages gosh. for you. What? I was actually embarrassed because, you know, I felt like, oh, my gosh, cause some people say, the show is all about you. No, I tell about me so you know that I can relate to you. That's all I'm doing. You know, think what you want, you know. It right. was all about yeah. me. I wouldn't even do this. Why do I bother? Why do I bother giving readings? You know, get out of here, you know. People are just wake up, for God's sakes, you know. Yeah. But that night, I was actually embarrassed with... You know, uh, it started with the vase. She's talking about a vase, and I don't buy vases. I one I like knickknacks, okay, and I collect things, but I'm not one to go out and buy myself a vase or vase yeah. or whatever you want to say, a potato, potato. Yeah. That night, I had about, I don't know, a week or two before, saw this. I needed this big vase, and I saw it on sale at a local Walmart, and I bought it. And it was in my car because I have a mess, and it's hard to carry things in at times. And have, my son helps me, and sometimes I wait a couple of days. And some reason that night, when Christine and Sonny was on, I decided I got to bring that vase in before it gets broken. All right? right. It was a nice vase, something I've been looking for, but like I said, I normally wouldn't buy. Well, the first thing she brought up was the vase. Somebody has this glass vase. I'm like, whoa! And I kept, so we're trying to read other people, and I'm saying, pick me, pick me. You know, it's like uh, the, the person that we're talking to doesn't. I said, well, I just brought a glass face in. And, and, then, and then I just did that. And everybody's like, oh, here it goes again. It's all about her. But I can't help it when 
everybody else is saying no, and I know it's meant for me, and I'm I'm trying to bite and shut up, you know, bite my tongue and shut up at times. <laughs> it's hard, you know, it's hard. And then when finally it was, and Chris, uh, Sonny had said, I give up. You know, she was intuitive, I'm intuitive, my niece was on, she's intuitive. She goes, sometimes it happens. There's so many people coming forward. you got three people that are very intuitive, and people are coming on, and it's messages. It's like scatterbrain, you know. It's like you can't do it, you know. It's too much energy. It's right. creepy, you know. It's not creepy, but it's 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 insanity. It's, because it's overwhelming. Too much. Too much yeah. It's overwhelming, yeah. exactly. So finally where it was, finally where my brother had come through, who never comes through, my late brother, and things that only that I would know. And, and, and then my son finally was the one that broke through and said, I want to talk to my mother. Hmm. And though I've gotten, you know, people have come to my show before and brought messages, but not like that night. Hmm. I just like, it, it was like the dam broke, the tears yeah. and the the. the Chest, not even chest pains, but the anxiety and things that I guess I was holding back and trying to be so supportive of everybody else and saying the hell with me, really, you know, and and just you know, and it's like, oh my God, all well, these feelings start got stirred up that night. I've never broken my show like that before, never. No. And it's like, I mean, you can go back and hear the archive; it was amazing. I, you know, how many yeah. times I've gone back and listened to that show, and it's like, wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, seriously, and the the ironic thing is, <clears throat> a, a girl that I knew. She ended up, we played together as kids. Her, my brother that passed for years had rented places from her family. She had a big family. And then years later, she got into trouble and drugs and whatever. And my dad was getting older. Mom was in a nursing home. And we started renting rooms out in the house. Number one, to keep him company. Number two, a little extra money, you know. Right. And cause it was a lot to keep mom in the nursing home toward the end because we couldn't do it at home anymore. And... uh but this girl, you know, she was bad news, and she did something, and um, I kind of ran the rule the roost over there and collected rents, and and Dad was in another hospital, and she was having drug parties when he was in the hospital. Long story short, so yeah. she became like my arch enemy. So I threw her out, I evicted her, good. and then I moved. Yeah, well, then eight years ago I moved to where I live now, and she shows up in the area and trying to stir up trouble. Okay. And we never we had this love hate relationship. We played together, like I said, as kids. But she was she was a tough girl. Okay. Well, prior to that show, I forgot how long she was. Um, and it was ironic that show was the day of her birthday. This was weird. I didn't realize it until after I googled it. Right. Mm. Um, when she was started, Christine started bringing my brother through. I don't think I ever told you this either. She brought up a name. And it was this girl in the houses that I evicted, and my brother used to live in her houses when he was first married, okay? And she says, well, she's here, and she said the name, and she goes, and she says, you saw her. Well, about a week before, I thought I had a dream, and I saw her. And I'm like, and she just looked at me. It was weird. uh, Sonny picked it right up. I'm like, holy cow, which led from going in from my brother to her to my son. It was crazy. And then something told me to Google, because I didn't remember when she died or her birthday. I don't never remember her birthday. It was the day of her birthday, that show. Uh, I said, oh, this ain't a synchronicity. This is creepy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it, was, it was whacked. It was totally whacked, you know? It's just like, some of the stuff, like I said, amazes me. To this day, every show... Each and every one, whether it be like tonight, basically you and I just talking or having other people on, I walk away with something from each show. 
oh, you know, I learn something yeah. new. It, 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 it stimulates my, my psyche. It, it just, it's amazing. It's just amazing. I mean, I, I actually, you know, I'm busy right now with things going on with my tentative moves. There's a lot of things going on. I don't talk about on the show, but a lot of right. things going on. You know, so I've been doing shows here and there around other stuff that I have to do that I have to do. And, um, but when I feel the need to do a show, God just tells me, uh, you got to do a show this week, so put everything on the back burner, you know, just right. like when I write. And I just, like each one, I come away with a piece after it um, in many ways. Sometimes I get a little irritated at the fakes that come on or... You know the ones that you know they're 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 calling in because they're non-believers, but they're testing you. And I can usually pick up on when we get up the show. It's like, oh, well, that was a phony one, you know. Right. Yeah, they really wanted a reading, you know. Yeah, we pick up on that stuff too, guys. You know, so go ahead, try to trip us up. We don't care. <laughs> Make our day. <dance>. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, because boy. I've had other intuitives on with me, and we get off, and it's like, oh. Okay, how fake was that one, you know? <laughs> and it right. does, and I'm going to be honest with you, so try to stump the stars here. Go ahead. I, I challenge you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we usually know who's fake and who isn't, you know? Yeah. So, but, uh, and we laugh. Talent. Yeah. yeah well, God it's like, gives different people with different talents. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I didn't start seeing the lights, like I, I said, until my mom passed. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I, I they're pretty you know accurate. I mean, I, I, I can't right. pick up. You know, like for one one person who called in, I was seeing um, a V, and mm-hmm. and that was relevant to that person. So exactly, I, I, it's like you don't know uh, what you're getting or why you're getting it. Some people right. want things explained to them to the T. Yeah, we don't. We're not. We don't. You have get what control. you get. <laughs> Hey, yeah. guess what? We got some callers coming on and wanting to talk. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I just want to tell everybody, um, we have 18 minutes left to the show, and my counter has been off on the show. I'm going to have to talk to them about it, so it's saying 18 minutes. I don't know about that. Actually, it should be 20 minutes, saying 18. But I have a Skype caller who will be next. Uh, that could be somebody from across another country. And then I have somebody in your area. I have a feeling I know who that is, but... I just want to say, if you call in now, if, even if you're on chat, we can sometime, we, we can go past the two hours, but if you're not called in, you won't hear us till it's archived. So call in quick at 347-838-9201. Hit the number one if you want to talk to us. So I'm going to bring on our Skype caller and then somebody from your area because I go by who calls first, okay? okay? So let me say hello first and see where they're from. Okay. Hi, uh, Skype caller. Can we help you? Hello. Um, yes, I was just listening, and um, I just called. For, I just, first of all, hon, what's your first name and where are you from? Uh, my name is Dale, and I'm from North Carolina. Oh, you're from North Carolina. Hi, Dale. How are you? Hey, I have I'm a son in North good. Carolina. You have a what? I, my son is in North Carolina. What part are you oh, from? Oh, great. What part I'm from? Mm-hmm. I'm close to uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay, he's in uh, Gastonia. Right out of Charlotte. Oh, that's not far from me. That's, uh, yeah, I may be coming down there very shortly myself. So, <laughs> how are you? Um, I'm doing good. Yeah, this is my co-host, Marsha. You've been listening, maybe. Um, how can we help you tonight? Well, I didn't know what to ask. I just kind of came on the last five to ten minutes, and you know, I um, you, you know, I called to 
topic about do you hear your love, you know, see your loved ones. And, and mm-hmm. I, I do. My mother, my adopted mother, um, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I, I, I get little signs for her, like a smell. Uh, now it's getting mm-hmm. a little bit more stronger. Uh, like I have dreams all the time. It's like almost They're every visits, night. Most of them are, are visits. Um, you know what, honey, yeah. get a pencil and paper. You got a pencil and paper because I'm intuitive. Uh-huh. Uh, Marcia's too. She sees lights. Uh-huh. Well, I just bring messages. <laughs> I'm in the dark here. <laughs> Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. If you get a pencil and paper, because I'll say things sometimes that may not mean something right okay. now, but later on they'll mean something. I'm already getting a Sherry or a Cheryl with you. Who is that? It's um, Cheryl with you? or Sherry? Yep. Hmm, I know a Cheryl. Um, this is okay. on my doctor's side. She's my cousin. Um, okay. Is she on this side? Uh, no. Um, she's here. She passed away? No, that's what no, I said. No, she's, she I mean, she's here. Yeah, she's not well, that's fine. No, because um, whoever's giving me the message, it could be your adopted mom, is the part of the um, the uh, letting you know is that they're seeing things. They'll bring up a name that's affiliated with you and them. Yeah, I know okay? Cheryl and a Shirley. A Shirley. I have a best friend, good friend named Shirley. Okay. Okay, I'm getting like Cheryl, Shirley, something like that. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's it. Might be um, who's Kathy Catherine. Um, my mother had a friend named Catherine that uh, she went to church with, and uh, um, I mean they okay. were friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think that we have your mother with us then. That's she's trying to okay. validate. That's that's what they do. Okay. okay. Um, let me see what else I got. And actually, the town you're from that's pretty close to where my son is. I think I think he's mentioned. Yes, it's it. not far. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. <clears throat> Maybe that's a message to me. What do you think, Marcia? Because I got some stuff mm-hmm. going on here as far as right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. getting white light uh, all around. Like, like Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that surrounded. later. Okay. Yeah, I may be going down there for a long visit. <laughs> right. Um, you love yeah. it. <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny because I was supposed to be moving somewhere else to another state, and um, I won't go into the reasonings, but I declined. And then I was going to stay here, and I've looked at a few places, and I've declined, and my son really wants me down there, so yeah. I don't know. I'm, it's been a lot going on, but I won't go into that on the show. But uh, it's looking pretty promising. It, you know, I, I'm being optimistic, so maybe a neighbor. Um, and you may have been the sign for me to like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> you know. So uh-huh. anyhow, honey, uh, Gail, it is right. Let me Dale, see what else D-L, I get. Dale. Dale, D. Uh, D- like Dale, Dale, okay. Computer, but only one L. Right. Yeah. I have, I have my. It's funny you should say that because here's a synchronicity. I have my late aunt. My middle name is Shirley. Uh, my mm-hmm. formal name is Margaret Shirley. It's Peggy is my nickname, and my aunt had twin brothers, and one of their names are Dell too. D E L. So, yep, yep. So that's a synchronicity here. All right, it must mean something. All right, let me mm-hmm. see. Uh, we have 13 minutes left. We can go beyond the show as long as you called in. Like I told my listeners, 347-838-9201. Sorry to talk fast, but got to let them know. Okay, let me see what else I got for you. <sighs> Let's see what she's giving me. Okay. She was very big in the church, wasn't she? Yeah, she did a lot of uh, things. She was an usher, teacher, mm-hmm. Sunday school teacher, and was about, sang in the choir. Church? Yes, it was. was. It Baptist, Baptist church? Okay, I'm seeing yes. Baptist church. Yep, just let me know it Baptist was. church. Okay, all right. Oh, I got chills. She's really touching me right now. Okay, who played in a, did you have a, a Christmas pageant that you played in or someone close to you in that church? 
Well, she's I was, showing I, me the was, angel, the angel in the Christmas I was, pageant. I was uh, in the Christmas play there at the church. I was Mary one time. Okay, well, she's showing me the angel. And she, yeah, the play, the pageant, same thing. Yeah, yeah, for the okay. for the Christmas play. Okay, she's showing me that, and she's showing me the angel. She's telling you she is your angel. Um, oh yeah. Okay, hold on a second here. Um, Rory, giving me the name like Rory, R O R Y, Roy, Rory. I'm not always oh. quite on because I don't hear them well. Does that Rory. mean anything? Rory oh, with an no, R. Not right off that, no. Write that uh-uh. down. Write that down because okay. that may be affiliated Rory. with Rory. Okay. Rory, I'm hearing Rory Roger. It could be Rory Roger. I don't think Richard. Rory. I'm hearing more like Rory. Okay. Hmm. Oh, Rory. you know what I'm hearing? Maybe it's what I'm hearing. Quarry. Is there a quarry near you? Like a quarry water, like deep water quarry. Like quarry. a quarry. Quarry. Yeah. Uh huh. A beach. Mm. Uh, there's a beach with a quarry, very deep water. Did somebody drown that you okay. knew? Uh, Did you ever know somebody Yeah, my oldest son's. I, I knew my oldest son, um, father's brother, drowned it, um, a long time in the eighties. Oh, 80s. okay. And oh, his fa- okay. And That's my what... oldest son's father passed too last year, so he was okay. my fiance. Well, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. She's yeah, yeah. She's showing me the deep water. Somebody drowned. Somebody ground. So, okay, that's a validation. So maybe he's here with us, too. Because I was hearing Rory, then Corey. What was his name, the one that drowned? Uh, his name was uh, Mike, Michael. Oh, okay, okay. Now, I thought maybe it was something with an R, too, but I was hearing Rory, Corey, but then it, and, uh, I was And my oldest son, father, Corey. the past, that was, well, he was my fiance when I was young, like when I was 18, 17. Mm-hmm. Um, he, mm-hmm. His name was Chris, Christopher. Chris. Okay, that's my grandson, my late son's, um, my late son, my late daughter's son's name, and my late son's middle yeah. name. I'm uh, not middle name. I'm sorry, my son lives at home. Middle name Christopher. All right. Um, neither here nor there. Okay, so we got the drowning. Mm-hmm. Not everybody drowns, so not everybody has somebody close to drown. So that's what she's giving right. me validation. Remember, it's validation. Okay. okay. Um, okay. She's showing me a tree like in a park or the wooded area that somebody drew a heart or carved something into a tree or table of wood. Does that mean Mm. anything to you? No. Okay. No. You may go out into a park area and see a carving of a heart that's meant for you. That may be something coming up. When you see that, you know that she's around, okay? Let me know. Call call back into the show and let us know what happens. I love the validations because it usually does. Yes, absolutely. That's why I said write it down, write it down. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Uh, dance. Who liked to dance? Uh, like ballerina. She did. But, <laughs> okay. She liked to dance, and I did. I did too. Mm. Okay. Well, she showed me a ballerina, but not ballerina like getting jiggy. <laughs> I'm getting no. down. <laughs> getting down. Getting down. Oh, uh, like like the eighties, staying alive, staying alive. Yeah. yeah like John Travolta that. type of thing. Yeah, okay. John Travolta. Okay. Yeah, that's me. I did was she like seven. John Travolta? Uh, I don't. I don't know if she liked John Travolta. She liked it. But I'm seeing that era, that 70s, 80s. She liked Tina Turner, and she liked it, Michael Jackson and stuff like that. Okay, well, they they got jiggy like him. They got jiggy like yeah. like, like John Travolta yeah. in that movie. Okay, uh-huh. um, okay, okay. Um, what else is she showing me? What's the link to the bakery? Something with a bakery. Mm-hmm. Somebody work at a bakery? Mm-hmm. You live near one? No, no. Okay, Mm-mm. okay. 
Or did she like to bake? Was it something she baked that you liked? Not really. I guess she was my mother. I She was a big cooker. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. No, I'm mm-hmm. seeing something with a bakery. I don't write it down. Bakery. May mean something. Yeah, I don't that's, write that's down cool. bakery. Just write them down with the words. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yep. I've had people. I had. Uh, I talked about it on the show before. We're down eight minutes, so like I said, call in. We can go further. Um, I had a woman call on the show one night, and I kept bringing a name up, name up. And she kept telling me, no, 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 no. Then she, mm-hmm. she, she Facebooked me after the show. She goes, I couldn't tell you on the show, but I'm having an affair with a guy with that name. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so people have told me no on the show, and they contact me afterwards, you know, because uh, I'm on Facebook, Peggy, S-I-M-M-A-N-A-S-I. So, oh, okay. And I have a science page there, so you can, you know, let me know you saw me through the show if you want to connect, and I can bring you to the okay. science page. All right. Um. Okay, let's see what else she's got for you. Another validation, and then I'm going to bring somebody else on. Um, are you getting anything, Marcia? Are you seeing anything? I'm getting a lot of white light, like an infinity. Did your mother tell you, I love you to the moon and back, or any any type of phrase like that? Oh, no. No? No. no uh-uh. Well, I'm getting... I know she loved me, but, you know, she never told me like that. Okay. Well, you know what, Marcia? Well, here we go. Like the Sunny and Christine show. Uh, that was my favorite expression with my kids and grandkids. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I always said that. I always still say that to my grandkids. I love you to the moon and back and bigger. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So that okay, happens sometimes. Well, even validation for, yep. for you then. Yay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, let's Dale. see. Okay. Um, I'm seeing who's who's allergic to dogs. <laughs> Excuse me, what did you say? Allergic to dogs. Somebody was allergic Who's to dogs. Who's allergic to dogs? Yeah. I don't know who's allergic to dogs. All right, write I it can't down. can't place that. I'm writing it down, allergic to dogs. Yeah, somebody's allergic to dogs or dander or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, one last thing she's given me, something with music. I'm seeing an organ yeah. or a piano. Who played that? Uh, my aunt. She was a piano teacher and plus played in the church. Okay, that's what yeah. I'm saying. And I'm hearing and Amazing Grace. Was, that's her sister-in-law. <laughs> okay. I'm hearing the song Amazing Grace. Was that one of her favorites or somebody named Grace? Uh, I think she liked the song. I don't think that was one of her favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I put that down. Amazing Grace. Yeah, maybe because it was played in the church. I'm hearing that because uh-huh. I'm, I'm seeing a piano but more of an organ. So that that's just right. a validation that... That uh, that's yeah. her. So, any anything you like to ask? I can't always promise, but would you like to ask okay. her something? And we'll move on to the next caller. Um, I just, I guess I just wanted to answer. She's, I know she's with me, and I know she's with my children. Mm-hmm. But um, if there's, I just want to know that I've been asking for somebody in my life, and she's if she's going to help me find this person. <laughs> she's telling you it's free will. They don't. Um, okay. William, she's giving me the name William. Do you know a Bill or a William? Not right off the bat. Mm-mm. All right, write I'd it down because down. she's telling me to look. <laughs> yeah. If if that cup comes around, that name, that's the right one. Usually we don't do that. I mean, only if they let us tell us. Okay. So that's what I'm getting, a, a Billy or a William. Write it down Billy if that I'll... happens, girlfriend. I may be down sure. there. You'll have to make me maid of honor. <laughs> I am. Definitely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> All God right, sweetheart. You, um, you know, I'm Thank gonna put you, you on hold. Um, the ho- show is archived. Mm-hmm. You can listen back anytime. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna listen back in case I miss some oh. stuff. 
Okay, no mm-hmm. problem. And we usually do every Tuesday, but right now with my possible move, I've been kind of here and there doing the show on Tuesday. So, but everything's archived. Okay. Every one of the shows I've done for the past two years. So, I hope we help somebody validate and she is. You did. Too. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, you're it. welcome. Okay, Dell. Okay, hold on. I'll put you on hold. Hold on. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. You're welcome. All right, eight one two. I think it's Karen. Hi, Karen. Yeah. Hi, is that Karen? Hey, How are you doing this evening? Uh, Merry Christmas. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> happy Easter, Valentine's Day. Happy, yeah, yeah, happy trials to you. How can we help you tonight, Karen? we got four uh, minutes I'm left, just, but since you're on the I'm, air, we can keep going. Okay, I'm, I'm just calling to say hey, and, and nice to hear you guys on, on the show, and and um, talking about, you know, visitation from uh, loved ones that have gone on. And mm-hmm. I've had, you know, I've had dreams of my mom and dad that have passed, um, none too recently, but um, I, I've had visits and dreams and stuff right. like that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, cool. and, yeah well, okay, we kind of like a slow show tonight, but like Marsha and I got a lot of information out there, and I, Marsha knows the deal going on with me right now. It's kind of funny, Karen. I'm mm-hmm. sure she's talked to you about some of the, and especially the North right. Carolina connection. It's kind of right. ironic, This, and I know that town that lady just called in from, um, Dell, that mm-hmm. one of the towns my sons mentioned, and I knew it was close to him. And oh, I just got a call from him while I was on the show, but one earlier today. But I'll tell you guys after the show about that. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty amazing. I think that was a sign for me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And in turn, helping Dell, uh, you know, let her know and validate that her her, her adopted mom is uh, uh, coming through. Right. So that was pretty. That was pretty cool. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. I yeah, love that. that. I love that. Yeah, that was really good. So, so what did you think of the show tonight? I mean, you heard some of it. How, how, what did you think? Yeah, I heard some of it. It, it, it sounded really good. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. yeah, I think because I've been doing shows sporadically, and I, you know, I've had over 15,000 listeners now, and wow. I can't see while I'm doing the show, all of them I can see some on chat, some calling in, some on Skype, and some don't want to talk and whatever. Right. But I think uh, once I do the move and we're more consistent, when I, once I have my sanity back, <laughs> <laughs> wherever I'm going, wherever I'm going, um, right. I think we'll be able to get back into some kind of pattern. So people don't give up on me. I'm not giving up on you out there. You know, um, it's just a lot going on. Even in Marsha's life, my life right now, it's just a lot going on. Carrying your life. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody's life. We, we're all, well, it seems like you everybody's know, getting slammed. Everybody's right. Getting life slammed. happens, and, and you just have to go with the flow sometimes. Go with the flow. Roll with exactly. It. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, uh, Karen, is there anything that you want to add to the show? Because since we don't have any more, anybody else going to want oh, any I'm, information? Uh, I was just going to say the the last visit I got was from I, my dog passed away. Um, gosh, Marshall, how long has it been? About a year ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I'm um, sorry. Well, she was a, a Nikita, and we'd had her since she was like four weeks old, and she was an outside dog, and and she just kept getting, you know, her health kept getting worse and worse. And um, right. the night the night before she passed, I had a dream mm-hmm. of her. Mm-hmm. And she came to me, and she didn't look exactly like she looked in real life, mm-hmm. but I knew it was her in the dream. And mm-hmm. then the next morning when I got up, I knew that she would be gone. She was gone. Yeah. Why, why is before. your, you know, I get messages from pets too, believe it or not. 
And Scott Terrier, was it a Scott Terrier? Who had a Scott Terrier? Scott I don't know, but... Terrier? Karen? Marcia? Scott Terrier? No, Sally was a, a, a shepherd chow mix, but an Akita is a huge dog. Yeah, she's, she's a, she's a like big a, dog. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, we're down to the last minute of the show, guys, but that's okay. You, we okay. can still go because we're on the phone. I'm getting okay. Scotch Terrier. I don't know what that means. A message from someone about a Scotch Terrier. Brenda has uh, Maybe I should go out and get a terrier Yorkshire. and drink some scotch. I don't know. Maybe that's... <laughs> we have a friend in common. <laughs> they have I, a lot have... of uh, Yorkshire terriers. Yeah, I have one. Oh, maybe. Yorkshire terrier. I, I oh, really? Where am I getting scotch? Yeah. Yorkshire, Scotland, English, whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. Maybe no, no, that's little... it. I'm not always right on the money, you know? Yeah. Right. Anyway, cool. um, after, the next day when I got up, I ran to the window and looked mm-hmm. out, and she was in a in, ca- in a cage, you know, and and uh, her doghouse was in there and everything, and she was right. laying in the same right. spot that she was the day before. And I went out, and she had oh. passed. And the next day, a blackbird came and sat on top of her cage and kept looking at me. Oh. And, yeah, and uh, I was told that was her. Oh, of course. Well, you know what? Yeah. There, there's a lot of us uh, intuitives uh, don't always agree on it. Them being them, there's a thing uh-huh. that I was just discussing lately called walk-ins. Um, like when that, I got the hug from that kid that day, I wanted to hug after my daughter died, and my daughter I think walked in for a minute. But I think even with the butterflies, the birds, I've had the bird connection with my sister. I think mm-hmm. a lot of times they can manipulate nature. Oh, right. To right. to show the signs, not that they're actually them. But, yes, I think we're going to do a show. One of our next shows will be on walk-ins. We'll uh-huh. talk about that, where they're allowed to come trying to trade the soul for a minute. Because I know the, the day where the part, like I said, about my daughter with the hug, when I, I told a friend of mine that morning that I just wanted one last hug, and, and I got it that day. It was weird. In the wow. middle of the Wendy's. <laughs> you know, it's in my book. Wow. That freaked me out. I mean, and the kid looked like my daughter. When she was little, it, it's a it's a crazy story. Yeah, I think yeah. they can come for a minute. I'm not sure because, like I said, I'm not God. I don't have all the answers. Exactly. But I used to say, "Oh, my daughter comes as a butterfly. My daughter's coming as this. My sister's coming as a bird." I'm not so sure if it's a walk-in or it's a. Um, by the way, we're off the air. You can hear it in the archives. This part, only if you've called in, you can hear us now. Um, but anyhow, um, I I still haven't decided because I don't know everything. That if it's you know, that was a walk in that day. There was no doubt in my mind. You right, know, because this kid right. just wrapped her arms around me, started crying, and she looked at me and said, Lady, why am I hugging you and crying? <laughs> you know? But it's just crazy. But I'm not sure, like I said, because my sister was the bird thing, um, and, and, you know, she would always come to the tree next to my house, which I noticed has bloomed where I am still. Uh, mm-hmm. She used to hang there after she died, oh. you know? And I, I know it was that. her. But I don't, right. like I said, as far as manipulating them or walking in, I don't know. I don't know which one it is. Right. Yeah, yeah I'd like to find more. But I think, well, I'm going to study up on this walk-in thing because it was brought up to me recently. And uh, we'll do a show about that soon. Mm-hmm. You know, next week I'm... I'm to say goodbye in, in a dream. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, definitely. Yeah. 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 Bye, so anyhow, girls, I, I think we're going to round this up. Uh, I got a couple calls. My son is keeps calling me from Carolina, so I don't know what's going on down there. 
he wants, talking he wants an today. answer. He wants an answer because he, uh, he did something oh. today, and I got to talk to him about it. Right, <laughs> so, right. <clears throat> so we'll see where it goes. I got to get back to Peggy's life now, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, huh? Take good care. Oh, you God too, bless. Karen. God bless you. My prayers are with you, you and Tim and everybody. And oh, Marcia, thanks again. For... Huh? You know what? Karen's keeping Peg... us connected, Peg. Uh, oh, yes, Karen. Like, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Oh. you know what? I was charging my phone today because they were all dying on me here. A lot of energy, you know? And uh-huh. I said, let me contact Karen to get to, to Marcia to see if she wants right. to do this, you know? <laughs> Because when 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 the man upstairs tells me it's time to do something, I got to do it. You know? Oh yeah, so, for sure. And I'll tell sure. you, I didn't think I'd get through the show with my this whatever I pulled out in my shoulder because it was to the point oh. of tears before the show tonight. Oh, I was like, I'm doing sorry. all these exercises. It's okay. Actually, it feels not too bad right now. I was right doing shoulder. some exercises, huh? Right shoulder. Yep. I, I did a know. healing while we were talking and got a lot, a lot of blue lights. Really? And you knew it was my right shoulder. <laughs> uh, Usually it's my left, and it was my right this time. I, oh, you're I right on, girl. sides and got lights on the right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right was killing me. And now I'm pretty much 95% pain-free. It was, oh, I mean, I come in from shopping, <laughs> and I was really to the point of tears. I'm like, Peggy, you're going you're gonna to have to cancel last minute. You can't set up and do this. I was laying in different position. I said, okay, let me turn this way. Let me do this. Let me do that. And it's like uh, now I'm pretty much pretty much pain-free, so that's a good thing. Thank well, you. I, know, I we needed were talking, that. I was, I was doing shoulder left, and I didn't get any light, and I did shoulder right. I got all mm. kind of blue light. Thank God. Yeah, well, th- thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for using <laughs> us as your tools. Yeah. You know, remember, we don't do it. He does. He, We're just that's with right. tools. Amen. You know, and I give, yeah. we give him credit. Amen. 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 Well, girls, thank right. you, you for helping tonight and calling in. And let me go call him, and then I'll, if you're still up, Miss Marshall, I'll give you a buzz, and I'll give you the scoop. Okay. Can you sure. say hi to Tim real quick? He's grabbing for the phone. Yes. Sure. Uh, yes, hi, I mentioned say Tim. Hi. hi, Tim. Hi. Hi, Tim. Hi. How are you? Hi. Good. Hey, my Did you boyfriend. listen to the show? We have Okay, you go read Hi. books now. Love you. You read a book? Oh, Love you, Tim. Bye. Now? Bye. Have a good night. <laughs> no, night, girl. We love you. <laughs> give give him a big Bye-bye. hug for me, Karen. I've never I'm met sure Tim. Will. I've never met Karen, but I know this, you know, I know about everybody, and I send big hugs to everybody. Well, thank you. Thank you. Right back at you. Big hugs to you. Uh, okay. Thank you, guys. Have a good yeah. night. And uh, we're you signing too. off from Sign, Signs Your Loved Ones Send Us. And God bless you all. God, God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Night, girls. Bye-bye. Night. Bye-bye. Night. Night.